Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Tuesday night's Triumph Over Targeting podcast. I'm your moderator, Ella. Tonight we'll be discussing the technology, tactics behind targeting, activism, shielding, and then moving on to support. Um, If you're new to the call, please stay on and we will get you support and some additional TalkShoe podcast numbers as well as some helpful links and websites. This is a solutions and educational-based podcast. And my goal is that everyone here can obtain something helpful out of tonight. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or comments, or you're new and just need some extra support and I can point you in the right direction, I'd love to do so. My email is tiangel2016 at gmail.com. Again, that's tiangel2016 at gmail.com. And then tonight we have a special guest. His name is Kyle. Most of you are familiar with him. He has started moderating, and he's just a wonderful person. I'm sure you guys have um, maybe had an opportunity to hear him moderating on Saturday, and as well as he um, will be having some late podcasts after uh, uh, the podcast. If if they close early, he'll go on to have a late night. Anyways, um, so let me go ahead and unmute him. Hi, Kyle. Hey, Hi. Hey, so, so a couple of things I'd want to say, um, if somebody's new to the call, because I've talked to a couple new people in the community, and I invited them on the call. And so the way that it works is right now you're muted. Um, and after the speaker speaks for a while and we open up to questioning, you can hit star 8, and that will let me know that you'd like to speak, and I will unmute you. And once you're unmuted, you can hit star 6 to mute your phone so we don't hear all your background noise. And then you can just hit star six again to unmute your to unmute mute yourself. And then one of the things most of us do is we'll just use our phone, the mute button on our phone, and that tends to work too. So whenever you're speaking, you can just unmute yourself uh, through your phone, through your headset. Um, so sorry, I'm a little tongue twisted tonight. It happens. Um, what else? And then John Hall is supposed to be a guest on the show. So I'm really excited about that. Um, somebody I've asked um, many times to come on and I'm very excited that he agreed and you know he has a very he's a very very busy man and um, so I look forward to it I don't know the exact the actual date he'll be appearing or the, the day he'll be coming on as a guest but it should be relatively soon probably within the week so anyways Kyle okay so Kyle you're also known as Vulcan Wolverine on YouTube he has a great YouTube channel and it, uh, it's instrumental in helping TIs and he has I mean how many do you have Kyle you have a lot on there how many uh how many videos? I think I have like yeah. 400, about four hundred fifty. Yeah. yeah, so he has four hundred and fifty uh YouTube videos and he makes them quite often. Um and they've been very helpful to people in the community and um and I speak to Kyle. He does activism and we uh come up with ideas and we uh 
Um, he's been very helpful in the community, and as far as activism goes, he's been very helpful to me as well because he knows technology better than me, that's for sure. And so I'll give him a little bit about your, little bit about your background. Um, you were born in Louisiana. You attended and graduated from the University of Texas uh, with a bachelor's in radio, television, and film in 2003. And then you proceeded to obtain a job at Dell Electronics or the computer, the computer store or the company itself. I didn't know uh, what that was. At the company. In, uh, at the company in itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, um, and you believe that's where your targeting began? Yeah, I'm a little bit confused. Like some, some things might have happened before then, um, but that seems to be where um, a lot of the vehicular stalking started um, and a lot of pain to my to my neck and my jaw started happening. Yeah. Okay. And then um, maybe we can go back. Um, I liked what you wrote in your bio. You'd mentioned that you were working there for a while, um, and then you had uh, a medical procedure done, and then things weren't the same after that point. Can you go into a little bit of detail about that? Yeah. Um, you know, in 2008, um, I had had a long bout with, with Crohn's disease where um, basically the, the front part of my large intestines or my colon uh, the first foot of it um, would not heal. Um, and so I was going to work with this, like I was in a lot of pain. Um, and I've had Crohn's since I was 10, and it was on and off, on and off. Uh, but it got to a point where I was just, you know, laid up on the couch in so much pain. Um, I actually had a rupture, like spleen ruptured. Um, and I had a, a big mess, so they had to cut that part out and then, and that, that foot did not heal, so I had to wear, like, a ileostomy bag um, and basically have my colon connected to nothing for about eight months uh, to get that part would heal. Even with no food going through it, um, it, it never healed, and I had to go ahead and get that foot of colon uh, cut out. And after that surgery, you know, it was such a major surgery. It was like I had three huge, uh, you know, cuts in my gut. So I had to take painkillers, and, like, I went back to Dell, and immediately they put me into a new uh, department, like, right after the surgery. And so I, I still had to take painkillers. I had to take, like, at least half in the morning, you know, half in the afternoon. And it was a brand-new department where nobody really knew me. They knew of me. Uh, but I had, I had like, an, an ex-Marine manager who, like, really, really didn't like it. He was, like, keeping an eye out for me. Uh, and I think a lot of people, you know, they thought I was some kind of drug addict because I was taking painkillers for surgery. Like, I had no choice. Um, and so I started getting a lot of workplace mobbing, you know, people walking by my desk and making noises. Um, you know, I had people just... In meetings, they would a lot of mean stuff, and this one middle manager uh, would actually put like a white powder in my chair. At the time, I thought this, uh, you know, kind of like she was trying to thought I was on cocaine. Uh, but after all this gang fucking stuff, you know, and, and being electronic, and I think it may have been kind of uh, you know toxin. It was working along with these electromagnetic frequencies. Um, I didn't experience 
and, you know, I'd feel, you know, pain in my jaw and the back of my neck and stuff like that. Um, and I think that I was getting vehicular stalking, but I didn't even realize at that time. Like, uh, it, I look back and I can see all these things that really I, I would contribute to, to gang stalking. You know, I'd walk in the stores and people would, like, sniff at me. They'd sniff at me whenever I walked by. And, you know, now I look back at that, and I think that it was, you know, that was that was the beginning of my gang stalking. Like, but but it, it didn't happen that I knew I was being gang stalked until I moved back to Louisiana. And I actually didn't didn't know that I was being attacked with something. And then when I moved back here, and when I moved back here, um, you know, my grandfather was kind of on his deathbed, and so I moved back here for the family. I was in an apartment, and I was, uh, you know, still recovering from surgery, which I wasn't doing that good of a job on. It was, I was taking a lot of immunosuppressants and things like that, you know, staying up really late at night, playing my music very, very loud. Um, so some people around me, uh, you know, were kind of annoyed with me. And one night, I just started experiencing this high-pitched noise. Like, all in the apartment. It sounded like it was filling the apartment. Um, you know, you know, you find out later, really pinpoint it to your ears or pinpoint it so that you just hear it. Um, but at that time, it, it sounded like it was filling up the whole apartment. And I put in these, you know, I put in, um, you know, earplugs and, I would sit there and like I mean one time I the guy was like in the apartment next to me. I went went and I got in the bathtub and he just got right behind me with like whatever that high pitched sound emitter was and like just just like shot it into my back. Like so so it felt like my upper spine was like coming apart. It was that bad. So what I did is I, I moved out of that apartment uh to another apartment in the same complex. I had no idea. I thought I thought that it was something. Hi, baby. And I, I thought that. It, oh, did you mean to say something? Oh, sorry about that. that. Yeah, something got it got unmuted. It got unmuted, even though it was muted initially. Go ahead. Okay, but I I thought that it was this man who was next to me in the apartment, uh, and I thought that he had created some kind of you know high pitched sound device just because he was annoyed with me next to him. So when I moved to the next apartment in the same complex, I was like, you know, my dad, as we were driving all my stuff and moving it out, you know, my dad was like, well, at least you can just get away from it. Um, and it was weird because before the high pitch sound, I would go to the bathroom every morning and the guy would, like, run his sink. So there was some way that he knew where I was in the apartment, but I didn't realize that I was being surveilled. Um and so I moved to another apartment in the same complex with some young kids above me. Um, they were about 20, like 21 or something like that. I think they were in college. Um, and, you know, I kept getting attacked. I, like, I, I got maybe a week break. Like, I did get about a week of kind of, I still had a little bit of a high pitch sound, but it wasn't too bad. And then it was like, and I saw somebody from, from the, you know, from the previous apartment in that same complex. One of the guys around there, I saw him talking to one of the young men. I actually heard one of the young men say, well, you know, this guy who came and talked to me, well, he, he's an ex-Marine. Like, he's an ex-Marine. So, I, you know, I get a lot of ex-Marines and Army people who live around me. And in this case, it wasn't too lucky because he was like, 
he's like, I talked to this guy. He's an ex-Marine, so I'm going to go with him. And I heard him say that on his balcony. And they were just shooting this high-pitched sound down at me, like, while I was asleep. They would just shoot it into my face, you know, while I was on the couch, like, sleeping. So, um, and I did hear, I heard their voices, but what I thought it was is I thought I could just hear their voices, you know, above me. Like, you just, you would hear somebody's voices through a wall or through the floor. Um, you know, I, I ended up staying there for about eight months. Um, and I would go to, like, extended stays and hotels and things like that where I would still hear the high-pitched noise, but at that point, I didn't know that it was remote. I thought that it had damaged my ears and that I had tinnitus. So I was like, okay, well, I'll get away from it, and it's just hurt my ears. It's giving me this high-pitched sound. And, and you know, I think they were remote neural monitoring me at that time because they would stop it every once in a while. They would stop the high-pitched noise, and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, it's wearing off. You know, my ears, my ears are healing up. And when I was at the extended stays in the hotels, um, you know, I'd hear voices from, like, the hotels above me, but I also just, I just thought it was that. I was not looking for any kind of VTK, so I thought I could hear the, the, the people just right above me. Now, the day that I learned that I had V2K and that, that they were somehow remotely hitting me with voices, I was in a Walgreens, and all of a sudden I could hear the, the kids upstairs or the, you know, 20-something-year-olds, uh, above me in the Walgreens. And that's when I said, oh, my God, they're hitting me with some, something that is remote. Um, but so, so I got out of that apartment, you know, got out of there uh, and actually moved into a house. Um, and, you know, for three months I thought I was free. You know, I thought that I had gotten away from it. It was some little weird thing, you know, that these people, this, this maybe ex-Marine that lived by me um, had just, you know, pick specifically to do to me. Um, you know, I, I, I was experiencing a little bit of a high-pitched sound in the house, but I attributed that to that I had been hit with this stuff for so long that I was just experiencing, you know, damage to my ears. And I was like, well, it's going to heal up. It'll heal up. Um, but after about, after about three months, um, I moved over to the other side of the house because I kept hearing it on one side of the house. Now, when I moved over to the other side of the house, the people on the other side, like, ramped it up so much that it was very apparent that I was being attacked with it again. And so I knew that they had gotten it somehow into that neighborhood. Um, and it was. They, they actually came and got my ex-Army neighbor to participate. Um, after that, after they knew that I knew, uh, the V2K from his house, and it just sounded like him and his wife arguing uh, from his house, uh, that started, you know, um, one day I walked around the corner and uh, I saw him with a ground weapon. Now, this was actually like this black sleek weapon uh, with a square front on it. So, you know, I saw him in the window with that. I heard him talking to the neighbor on the other side of me who was a younger Mexican gentleman. Um, he was saying, you know, I can hit him in his kitchen from my back window. And it was just like, you know, I, did, I still didn't know how they, um, you know, how they spotted us in the house. Um, so I'd move around the house. I thought maybe they were seeing my lights on and they, they were just using these ground weapons on me. Um, and at that time, you know, it got, got so complicated. He was torturing me so much that I started looking online um, at like high-pitched sounds, uh, EHF and stuff like that. Um, 
And the, one of the first videos I saw was actually Timothy Trustback, you know, talking about this tinnitus sound and being attacked. So that's kind of that's kind of how I learned uh, that I was a targeted individual. Um, now, when I when I learned I was a targeted individual, I didn't first start making videos. I actually called the police out uh, many many times. Um, and usually when I called the police out, they would stop it. They would just completely stop it. You know, the policeman wouldn't believe me. Um, I think, you know, two times they went over and talked to the guy and said, that guy's not doing anything to you, you know, because they didn't go inside the house. And and all this stuff, you know, sounded so weird to him. Um, one morning, actually, a person catty-cornered to me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They kind of hit me in the chest a little bit. They've been kind of bashing me a little bit, so I'm uh, a little short-winded here. Um, but a guy, hey, Kyle. Patty, yeah. Kyle, if you, if you need to stop or anything and take a break, we can open it up for discussion. I don't want you to have a really, if you're having a really difficult time. No, no, I'm, I'm all right. It's just my, my chest gets kind of tight. They'll start hitting me in the chest and doing the remote neural monitoring thing. Okay. Uh, just let me know, though, you know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally fine. Okay. But, um, yeah, I might grab a couple of big breath. It is the weird thing that y'all see about me. If you, if you do watch my videos, um, I'm very long-winded in my videos. But but when I get into a group of people, um, I'm a lot more short-winded for some reason, just anyway. And I don't know why that is. I guess I, I want to give other people, you know, time to speak. Or when I get in front of a camera, I realize, you know, that it's, you know, nobody's really responding. It's kind of going out on a video. But it's a weird thing about me. Long-winded on the videos, I get very short-winded, you know, in groups of people. Um, but but actually one morning, a person catty-corner uh, to this man because most of the people, like the three houses around me, basically in a triangle, were shooting these ground weapons at me, were participating. And the main, the uh, my main organizer, who is ex-military, and, you know, to this day, I think he is a Freemason, uh, because of a lot of different evidences, but I'm not, I, I haven't really proven that. Um, but the house catty corner to him, on a Sunday morning I was making a video, and I was just outside talking about the targeting, you know, talking about how, you know, how bad he was hurting me in the house, and this guy walks out in the driveway with a shotgun. Like I heard something break, I heard him break something, and then he walks out in his driveway like with a shotgun, kind of, kind of military style, like uh, marching down his driveway, and I got it on film and everything. You can go back. It's called, I think it's called Fubar. Uh, one of my videos, like uh, Fubar, and I had part one through five. Um, I called the cops out there, you know, and I said this guy came out of his house, and it was, it wasn't the main organizer, but it was some young, young kids who were involved in some other gang stalking activities against me and you know showed him the film i showed him the footage of this guy with a shotgun coming out and like looking at me all weird the cops sat there they listened to my story i told them about the electronic harassment and everything um then they they told me to go inside and they go question that guy so i went inside and i kind of looked out my window and they didn't even question the guy caddy corner to my main organizer didn't question anybody um so needless to say, I had a, a really bad experience with the police. Um, and that's when I started making videos. I was like, you know, you know, I felt like I was dying every night. 
Um, I had a few. I had a few defenses. Like I got the Altera whole house bug, which immediately buffered out the V2K and a lot of the high pitch noise. Um, my ex girlfriend told me about those, uh, which was great, and it, it gave me a little bit relief of, of relief. But they would always get over that. They would always get over that kind of um, that that field. Um, so you know, I was making the videos and. You know, really a, a lot more urgent at the beginning, like when I first started making videos, because, you know, these people were killing me. It felt like they were killing me. Uh, he was very heavy on the torture, uh, you know, the high-pitched sound around the ears with a burning sensation just, you know, all over my upper body. Um, so, you know, I was, I was a lot more urgent about videos um, than I am now because I found a lot of defenses. But I actually called the inspector general um, over the city police in my in my city. Um, you know, I told him I didn't say that I was being electronically uh, harassed or anything like that. But I just told him that I thought my neighbor was harassing me, and I asked him how I could, you know, fix that, how I could get proof on it. And he said to you know just keep getting evidence, keep uh, piling up physical evidence of of the regular stalking, because I did tell him, I was like, you know, I, I do hear a high-pitched sound, um, you know, from, from their house. Um, and he said, he said, I don't know what that is, but he said, you know, all the physical harassment, if they're doing anything around your house, like messing with your garbage or, you know, trying to come in your house or something, get physical evidence about that and keep trying to stack it up. So I was like, wow, that's great. You know, this inspector general is trying to help me out. He, you know, he's going to help me to, to get evidence and maybe, you know, get this guy into court or something. Um, the next day I got a call from the coroner uh, telling me that they understood all about the harassment, you know, um, and I think I'd, I'd, I'd mentioned microwave radiation, so I think I did actually mention microwave radiation. The guy said, you know, we, we've seen your videos and we, we understand, you know, we understand that you're in pain, so we want you to come into the emergency room. Um, he was like, you know, and, and he's like, don't worry about telling your story. Don't worry about feeling crazy. You get, you come on into the emergency room. You're going to talk to Dr. Boudreaux. We've got it set up for you. You don't have to say anything. He already knows your situation. So you just come in. We're just going to do a physical checkup on you. And it's like I, you know, wasn't acting crazy or anything. You know, I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting help for this. This is unbelievable. Um, this this coroner, this nice coroner, he's he's going to help me. I'm going to break this wide open because I'm going to, you know, they know what's going on apparently, and I'll get something, you know, at the emergency room to stop it. Well, needless to say, I went to the emergency room. I talked to just the doctor's nurse practitioner and was put into a blue suit and actually had one of the ladies who was admitting people on the computer who really shouldn't have known anything about anybody say, uh, like, I, I asked to get a drink or something, and she goes, get back in that room. Uh, and it was like the blue suit room. It was like somebody coming off of heroin, uh, another person who was who had been arrested for meth. Um, it was like a lot of kind of dangerous people. Um, and she was like, nobody's shooting you with a ray gun. Get back in that room. So apparently, like, while I was in the hospital, I talked to the nurse practitioner and didn't say much, but everybody kind of knew what my complaints were. Um, so I found that very, very interesting. They threw me into the uh, the actual uh, short-term behavioral center where people couldn't even, can't even, like, 
clean themselves. They had to be fed and, and clean. It was into the, the the very, very bad one where it wasn't just people coming off of drugs. It was people who were almost violently psychotic. Um, you know, I made the best of it because, you know, I wasn't crazy at all. And I actually made a lot of friends there. You know, I'd color with them and stuff like that. A terrible experience, though, because these were people with severe, severe psychological disabilities. Um, and it, it was it was scary because I couldn't get out of there. Um, but I, my, my psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a very very scary experience, um, and I knew I knew right when I got in there I was like I've been set up, you know my my main guy he set me up. I, I learned later that the guy who called me from the coroner's office uh, was an ex FBI agent. He was like a very very um, honored ex FBI agent who I think I don't even know if he was connected with the city inspector at all. Like I still do not know to this day. Um, but you know my psychiatrist there, the one they assigned me, uh, she saw me one time, talked to me and said, I'm going to get you into the, you know, the better short-term behavioral center where he, it was people who, um, you know, could clean themselves and eat breakfast and stuff like that. Um, so it, it just took about, I think, about four days for me to get out of there. And then I spent about two weeks, um, you know, in the in the short-term behavioral center uh, with kind of people who were, you know, coming off of drugs or maybe had, um, you know, long-term mental illnesses but could still take care of themselves. Um, and it took me, uh, that, that psychiatrist went on a vacation, seriously, and I got assigned to a child psychiatrist um, who moved me on to some kind of, to, to Geodon, a medication, and said, and told me, this is what he told me in his own words. He said, Kyle, if that guy wanted to hurt you, he'd come over to your house and hit you with that. Um, and he was like, he's like, you got to understand, this guy you're talking about, he, he watches LSU games and he drinks beer. He's like a caveman. He's not going to hit you with anything sophisticated. Um, so he basically just, you know, made fun of me during the whole, uh, during our sessions, which were like a hundred bucks or something like that. Um, the whole the whole experience ended up costing me like twenty five thousand um, dollars, and I actually ended up having to fight my parents to get out of there. Um, you know, because my mom was making up all these rules about what I needed to do to get back, but she didn't believe me. Um, you know, I I had built an enclosure in the kitchen uh, because it was the ground weapons were so bad. Um, I'd actually painted the outside and the inside of my house with aluminum paint which I do not suggest to anybody. Uh, do not do that because the fumes are, are pretty bad, and there's, there's ways to, to, you know, just put aluminum up where you don't have to paint anything. Uh, but that's, kinda, that's the kind of desperation I was in in that house. I was uh, getting really hurt by ground weapons and remote weapons. I didn't, didn't know how much of it was remote at the time, but you set up a, an enclosure where every side is like mirrors. It was mirrors corrugated steel, um, you know, with uh, mylar and aluminum over the corrugated steel. And so I got right in the middle of that, and I was still experiencing, like, chest pains, and they were hitting my um, my uh, my hips a lot. Um, but, you know, I just kept getting defenses. I kept getting uh, Altera, whole, uh, Altera whole house bugs. 
I'd get a few uh, Q-Wave personal defenders. And sometimes, at some points of time, I would have a complete, almost complete uh, relaxation, like nothing hitting me. It'd feel like nothing was hitting me. Uh, but then it was kind of, it turned into this arms race where the guy somehow knew that I was in pain. Now I realize they have remote neural monitoring. They have these EEGs that they can tell that you're in pain. Um, but at the time, I just thought maybe he was watching my body movements or something like that and knew that I wasn't experiencing pain. So he would uh, amp up his equipment on the side of the house. Um, and then I eventually, you know, after about four years of being in there, um, you know, I had the enclosure and I had friends coming around and I had a job, so it wasn't that bad. You know, I, I was, I kept putting the defenses on, you know. By then, I think I had like five Q-Wave defenders and I think I had uh, about ten uh, Q-Wave tabletop defenders. The reason they worked so well is because I had them right up against the wall next to my neighbor's house. So they were hitting, this is what my theory is why they work so well, is because they, they were hitting his remote station. The energy that he was pumping in was unstable electromagnetic frequencies. Um, now, when they remote hit us, like when they shoot it out on us, it becomes a stable, stable electronic, uh, electromagnetic frequency. So it was hitting it kind of before it got built up, kind of before it was a stable energy. And I was getting a lot of relief from those plates, from putting them up against my wall, uh, you know, right next to his house. I was getting relief in my car. And, and uh, you know, I went to, I ended up going to Green Bank one time. And I was getting relief at all those places because of what I was doing, um, you know, what I was, the senses I was setting up right by his house. Hmm. So, um, and, and so I've just kept making uh, making videos and, and trying to do as much activism as I could. You know, I, I thought about getting a lawyer uh, a while back, um, you know, but, but I, I kept up with target individuals uh, on YouTube videos and, you know, the Clean Watson case, and I saw where people uh, really weren't getting the Supreme Court, and I just I just have any solid, solid evidence. You know, I would tell people about, um, you know, the attacker with a ground weapon in the window, and I would tell them I, I heard a conversation where he was actually talking about hitting me, too. Um, you know, but people would just say, oh, well, maybe just imagine that. You know, maybe you imagine that conversation. So I saw how quickly people were to dismiss really big evidence, you know, things that, you know, you actually saw with your own eyes um, and how it's like they have to actually have the evidence in their hands you know, saying it's this much electromagnetic frequency in this space. Um, you know, people really... They have to have this quick space, you know, the the, uh, the evidence. So, you know, I took the tack of uh, just trying to do as much activism as I could and putting out as many videos as I could, um, you know, to, to get this increased access, to get this increased awareness out of society. And that's what I see a lot of successful TIs doing, um, you know, like UL and Mike and, you know, just uh, a lot of other people who do great YouTube videos. I see them you know, getting awareness out. And I feel like, you know, even if we don't end the program, like, in a year, 
uh, we'll have enough awareness out, you know, because it's increasing exponentially. Dominoes are falling uh, to where, you know, at least the people around us will know that we're, we're talking about something real. They'll be able to help us. You know, the people who are shooting these microwave weapons won't be able to slink around in the darkness so much. Um, you know, so, so that's basically just where I am right now. Um, and Ella was nice enough. I think that, you know, I was, I, I'm just going to kind of um, maybe waste some time between you know, Bill Benny, Kirk Weeby, and, uh, and John Hall because, you know, those guys are huge. Um, they're huge activists, and I think if we can get uh, Bill Benny uh, and Kirk Weeby, you know, researching this and really helping us, I mean, they're geniuses. So uh, we've, we've just got a lot of people, TIs and non-TIs alike, you know, helping us out, helping our community um, and helping us to build awareness. So, um, yeah, I just see great things. In my last video, you know, my first videos were basically just me kind of saying, oh, my God, you know, this this really is hurting me. We're fighting for our survival. You know, we're not fighting for our rights. We're fighting for our right to live. And it was kind of a thing that I, you know, you remember seeing Independence Day the first time, and you said something like that. So I felt so weird saying something like that. But at this point, you know, I've got senses up. They still hurt me. They still do weird remote neural monitoring stuff to me. Uh, they still microwave me. Uh, they still do a lot of acoustic and, and ultrasound, uh, V2K. So so it is it is 24-hour-a-day torture, but you know, I found a way to kind of to, to get electronic defenses, um, you know, to kind of balance out my life with, with supplements and, you know, with these conference calls, I can really buffer out the V2K because I'm concentrated on, uh, you know, other TIs talking about the topic. And uh, now my videos, it's like if I miss a week, um, you know, I get on a video and I'm like, well, man, I, I don't, I'm going to miss something because we've been doing so much in the TI community. Uh, there's so much to keep abreast of. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my story. Um, if you, anybody wants to ask me. And I did want to say I'm doing like a, right now, you know, I do have a call ID for TalkShoe. Um, I'm trying just to fill in for after calls. Uh, my internet's down right now. I think it might be my bill. I'm hoping it's my bill and not my attackers. Um, but if I can fix my internet tonight, you know, I'll do a do an after call after Ella's. So I'm kind of trying to just fill in there, um, but maybe have a regular call in the future. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I, I I find that the weirdest thing about all this, well. The worst thing about it is that, can everybody still hear me, Ella? Did I get cut off? Or did Ella get cut off? I got cut off. Sorry about that. I have my three phones ready to go. If one knocks me off, I'm going to try a different one. <laughs> okay, I, I figured that. So I just kept talking. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's no, pretty that's, much That's my story, you know. And if anybody so wants I to ask. I your videos. Thank you for sharing your information. Didn't mean to step on your words there. Um, you know, I know your video has been very helpful, and I've talked to you know other TIs on the phone, and just recently a couple people brought those up, and 
Um, so I know they are helpful to people. And, um, you know, and you're helping me with doing some YouTube videos. And, you know, you really are involved with activism and you have some great ideas. And do you want to share a couple of those ideas that we discussed? Yeah, definitely. Um, guys, on Monday, uh, we're, we're basically going to try and get, uh, you know, a one activity a day at the very least for TI. You know, so if you're busy or, um, you know, you, you um, or you're being hurt so bad that you can't do too much, we want to have at least one activity every day of the week um, for a TI to do. Um, and, you know, we've got Monday where um, we want to do a post on every kind of social media that you have. Uh, do a post with uh, uh, hashtag gang stalking and then uh, biggerthansnowden.com. Um, and then on Tuesday, we want to do a post on every social media that you have uh, with hashtag targeted individuals and freedomsos.com. Um, and you can do more than that. Like you can do hashtag gang stalking, hashtag target individuals, hashtag, um, you know, electronic harassment, and then put, you know, freedomsos.com, bigger than snowden.com, and then the PAX International website. I think that's that's the next one we should use. Um, But we've got, you know, we basically got Monday and Tuesday covered, um, you know, with with an activity. And it's a a small activity, but a very effective one right now. and we're going to kind of see how that works and how much steam that builds up, you know, get all the days with just some small activity. Um, there's so much stuff going on, you know. Uh, you know, um, now I'm going to try and I'm going to definitely get a, a YouTube video out um, of the interview with Bill Benny and Kirk, um, Kirk Weeby, because, uh, you know, I just, you know, and, I, and I've heard other target individuals kind of talk and say maybe they didn't. They just, they don't really understand this, but from from the call where I heard it, um, they really the 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 thing that you've got to realize the the first thing you have to realize to believe that that there are targets out here like us and that this exists is that you've got to believe that the government is kind of corrupt um, that there are some corrupt things going on. Once you're there, um, then the technology is not that hard uh, to to believe in. Um, so these guys were already kind of there. They already kind of saw how, um, you know, the, the, the contractors for the NSA, contractors for the DOD, um, they're kind of corrupt, and this stuff can take place. Um, so I just think they're going to be uh, major, major assets in our fight against this. Um, that's, that's pretty, I mean, there's so much other activism going on right now. You know, David Boyd's walk and everything like that. Uh, but those are just some some major things that I can think of, and you know, along with this, um, you know, it's like every day we're gonna try and get court cases through, and you know, you know, try and do uh, complaints to maybe common law courts and things like that. Um, but but what I have um, what I've kind of promised to do for my audience is that I'll I'll never stop making videos, and and the reason that I do that. You know, I've seen other YouTube videos, and they're great. There's some, like, Gotham Nation and some other target individuals that make just really good videos explaining this. They're very intelligent. Um, they'll make their series of videos, and then you won't see them. And it's not, nothing happened to them. They were just kind of like, you know, that that's it. That's all I want to say about it. Um, you know, what, what I want it to take a different tact, even if I'm just saying about what's happening to me, like, like I'm hurting today, my stomach's being bombarded by ELF, 
I want to keep my videos consistent um, because I want targeted individuals to start doing that. Because Robert Duncan said, you know, one of the best things you can do to, to raise awareness is you talk about this intelligently and you keep talking about it. Um, so, so, you know, I've seen that on, on YouTube and I know that, you know, I'm not the only one who's caused that. You know, there are so many target individuals speaking out on these conference calls everywhere else doing activism, but not just on YouTube, but, um, you know, on YouTube now there are like tar new target individuals coming out every day and telling their stories. Um, you know, I, you know, the first video that I saw to, to tell me that I was a target was, uh, you know, Timothy Trespass's videos. And then I started watching all the Target Individuals videos, and I really liked um, William the Bastard's videos. I didn't agree with everything he said about how he was being targeted or how it was being done, the technology. Um, but he made really long videos. He made like like hour and a half to two hour videos, just just kind of talking, um, you know, to to Target Individuals. And I just remember how comfortable I was. I felt like I wasn't alone. Um, and so I start. When I started making my videos, um, you know, I started making them like two hours. I would just sit there and talk and, and just talk about, you know, everything that was going on in my life and, you know, how this fit into it and, like, how the, you know, how exactly the pain felt and what I thought was going on. Uh, you know, my attackers uh, throughout the years have made it harder. Um, I have a hard time uploading things uh, onto YouTube from any computer. Uh, like they'll get in it and they won't they won't let me upload. So now I you know upload straight, which they will still give me trouble with. Uh, but I've had to kind of take a uh, you know 15 minute at a time. Uh, I'll have to do like five parts for just a you know hour and 15 minute video. So I really am working on you know getting back to to that style that I love to just be able to sit there and talk for as long as you need to talk. Um, about what you need to talk about, and uh, that style seems to, to resonate with a lot of people who, you know, we do feel alone. We, we feel like even, even you know, and it's like even with these conference calls, with the videos, with you know that people are out there, um, you still do feel alone sometimes in your area. Um, I think we're really, we're really passing that up, though. We're really getting past that point because, you know, I know, uh, I already know like two TIs very personally in my area. Um, people are starting to do activism in their in their cities, and you know we're starting to find out that there are lots of targeted individuals around us regionally. And I think a lot of us have known for a while. Uh, just in areas like you know California, it's a little bit easier. I, I don't know, maybe Oregon. Ellis says uh, they get together a lot in Oregon. Um, you know, but in a place like maybe Louisiana or Alabama, um, you know, it, it's a little bit harder. Um, but but that's starting to kind of chip. We're starting to kind of chip away at that. Um, and regionally, we feel closer. You know, to to actual people in our communities. So I mean, I just all I see is good things on the horizon for the TI community. I see big. I mean, I see just huge wins, and the biggest wins are uh, awareness. You know, those are the biggest wins for us because. Uh, when when these private corporations and the and the DOD when they see that um, you know they can't get away with this that the people are going to be angry about it you know they'll go ahead and stop it themselves um, you know we won't need to put some I mean we still will we'll put a court case through I mean we'll definitely do you know um, 
you know, go through whatever kind of courts we have to go go through the Supreme Court. Um, but they will, they'll jump in front of it if they see enough people against it saying no. Um, you'll actually get those people who who put this program into place uh, stopping it, stopping the funds to it. Um, so I see awareness as the the most important thing in this. That's pretty much it. Did anybody, did you want to uh, open up questions? Any any questions anybody want to ask me? Looks like we have a few questions, so I'm going to go ahead and unmute you, and please keep your, um, you know, have a question, please, and, um, you know, keep it under a couple of minutes so other people can ask as well. And then at the end of the interview, we will go ahead and open it up, and we can have a support call as well. So let me see here. Let me get to the first person in line. Okay, Northern Middle Tennessee. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey, I heard you mention something about um, the V2K as far as uh, tuning out the voices. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that so that I can try to get some of that stuff? Well, tuning out the voices, um, you know, the V2K is, is microwave hearing. Um, so a lot of the times they're they're shoot, shooting that high pitch sound to kind of entrain like your cochlear nerve, um, and then that's where they'll shoot the voices. So I did a good job in buffering down the B2K with Altera whole house bugs. Um, can you, can you re repeat that slowly so I can write it down? Yeah, maybe yeah. you can sell it and then maybe give them um, a place that they can purchase it or a website. That'd be helpful. Yeah, yeah um, it's Altera. Whole House Plugs, um, and that's A-U-L-P-E-R-R-A, -R -R -A, um, and then Whole House Plugs. You want me to, it's uh, W-H-O-L-E, and then H-O-U-S-E, and then P-L-U-G-S. And you can get those, they're the cheapest at Amazon. Um, I'd really recommend them to every target individual um, you know, about $50 a piece, and what they do is they, you know, they ground the wiring in your wall, and they use it as a, a field. It's about a 50 to 100 foot field. Now, the problem is, like, I've gotten to a place where I can buffer out a lot of the microwave energy. Like, when I have my, I have 12 Q-Wave uh, personal defenders on. It's uh, extremely insane. Like, uh, it, it, they're not powerful enough, but, but the, in theory, they work. Um, and what they do is they can buffer out this microwave energy so I don't feel a lot of the heat. Um, I still get headaches and stuff. And what you've got to realize, though, is that your attackers can basically shoot. They can use bone conduction for the V2K2. So they can hit you in the shoulder with some kind of pulse, like a, maybe an infrasound or ultrasound pulse, and it'll travel up to your ear, to your cochlear nerve, and you'll still hear V2K. So I was successful at knocking that out at first because they were just doing the microwave hearing. Um, now, when they when they noticed that I was I was able to buffer it out, they really didn't want that V2K to stop because if I say if I say hey those voices stop, then people would start listening to me. So they really it was important for them to keep those voices going. Um, so so they do kind of use other methods. What I find that the Altera whole house plugs and you know, the QA personal defenders or QA plates do 
is they really work on that microwave energy. What you got to understand is that our attackers are using the they're using a full electromagnetic spectrum. Um, so so if they're not getting a lot of stuff through by microwave, you know they'll use ultrasound and infrasound, or you know they may even use you know some some radio frequencies um, with with stuff carried on it. Um, but but it does like a lot of the the, the really really bad torture because I remember. You know, when I was back at the house, I had the enclosure up. I had painted my walls with aluminum, and they were hitting me in the chest to where every night I was like, "I'm, I'm. This must be how TIs die." You know, I said, "This must be. You know, they must die in their houses, and their parents don't know what happened to them because it was that much pain in my chest." Now, with the with the defenses that I talk about, you know, I don't have nights like that. Like, I don't have a night where I'm like, "Oh, I might not wake up." You know, I always know I wake up. I may be sore. I may be, you know, feel sore, headachey. Um, you know, it's pretty bad pain. Um, but without the defenses, the microwave attacks were so excruciating. Um, and my, my torture was, was just not empathetic at all. And I'm, I'm sure we all get that. Um, but it was like, you know, he, he just tried to pump it up as much as he could to where, you know, I'd have, you know, chest pains, like burning, burning chest pains. And then, like, one whole half side of my body would feel like it was just burning and I couldn't move it. Um, but with these defenses, it's like I haven't made it completely go away, um, but I've, I've found life a lot more livable. Um, and they, and they kind of focus more on remote neural monitoring or remote neural manipulation, which, um, you know, I believe that they, they do use a lot of microwave signals. Um, you know, your, your eye nerves, a lot of the nerves connect to your eye, a lot of the nerves connected uh, to your ear, those are crisscrossed. So they can actually, you know, prime your ears and get that high-pitched sound going in your ears and, uh, you know, actually actually convey an electromagnetic frequency signal for an image through your cochlea nerve. Um, and they can do the same thing, like, with the nerves around your eyes. They can actually do something audible. They can, you know, um, make you hear some of the V2K. So these guys have a lot of passageways to the brain, um, but I, I found that, that blocking out the microwaves uh, reduced the pain a lot, and then I was able to to deal with the other stuff, you know, with passive defenses and things like that. So th what you're saying is, let me get this right, they can actually send images to your eyes utilizing your nerves because you said they kind of crisscross from your eyes to your ears? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying basically is they can, you know, that high-pitched sound, um, they can introduce by, you know, some kind of induction, like bone conduction, or just shooting right into the ear, or nerves around your ear. Um, mm -hmm. They can actually give you a visual to your visual cortex because these nerves crisscross so much. So it's oh. like, um, you know, I don't think that they shoot uh, an ELF beam straight to the cortex of the brain, and that's not how they introduce an image. Um, you know, they go through these these nerves around our head um, as passageways to those, those certain lobes of the brain. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say thank you. For so long, I felt so alone. Um, I'm married, kids, and, um, you know, I understand the technology. Well, I don't understand the technology. I just understand what's going on with me and for so long you know I've 
I read the internet and everything, and anyhow, long story short, um, it's, I just want to say thank you, both of you, Allie, and you as well for helping us. You know, helping us to understand what's being, ta- you know, what's taking place. Well, no, thank thank you for getting on the conference calls and being an activist. And you know, please please check out my videos on YouTube. Um, you know, I, I have earlier videos where I try things for defense, and, and I'll tell everybody, hey, I'm using this or I'm using that, and then I'll go further on. In my later videos, I'll use different defenses, you know, so it's good to kind of see me uh, do trial and error in my videos so you can kind of see what doesn't work and what I've kind of stuck with. But, no, thank you, too. Thank you for coming on these conference calls. We've all got to kind of get together um you know and kind of uh kind of you know take this take the conference calls and and you know cuz one of my friends uh Mike uh he he runs one of the conference calls he said it the best you know we all come from different backgrounds and professions and things like that so what we're doing have you ever heard the story about the the monks who were blindfolded and then sent out to to uh tell everybody what an elephant was no um, well, they blindfolded like five or four monks or whatever. Uh, they sent them out in front of an elephant, and, and one of the monks, you know, grabs the tail, and one of the monks grabs the ear, one of the monks grabs the trunk, and one of the, the monks grabs the, the foot. Um, you know, and then they take their blindfolds off, and the people say, okay, what is an elephant? And, and one of them says, well, it's a brush with a handle. And one of them says, well, it's a plant. It looks, it's like a plant, a big, uh, you know, sand. And then one of them says, no, no, it's a trunk. It's a trunk uh, that, that uh, you know, moves around. And then one of them said, you know, no, it's like a column uh, based in the dirt. Um, and so that's what we kind of do. We end up, um, you know, looking at this from all these different angles. And we get on these conference calls where we make videos and, and we discourse about it. We start to see the whole elephant, you know. So, so we've all got to do this, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And if you ever want to um, send me an email, I'd love to converse with you and speak with you because, um, you know, I, I too have kids and a family and, you know, uh, it's been, it's very challenging when you're targeted and then, um, you know, and some of the things that go on within the family dynamics when you're targeted. So if you ever want to reach out to me, please feel free. Do you have my email? Um, you know what, I, I can I have it one more time? I, I know sure. you emailed me, but... I, can you can you go ahead and give it to me one more time? Sure. Um, Tiangel2016 at gmail.com. Okay. Thank you so much. There there are a lot of dynamics, you know, marriages, jobs, mm-hmm. children, and it it's uh, difficult because unless someone's experienced this, unless someone's been targeted, no one knows what we go through on a daily basis, you know, and it's, it's hard to keep it together, especially when you don't have that outreach, when you don't have that that community. You know, like you said, I, I moved from California, and I I luckily started to meet some people, but then, of course, I, I tried to run from it, and I moved to Tennessee, and it's been a little bit better, but I'm, you know, still being targeted. Yeah, it's yeah wherever you go, you're still, it's like wherever you go, you're still there and they find you and it just seems to be there's not really an escape um, due to the satellite and the drones and different technologies and different different delivery systems that can trace you, track you supposedly wherever you go on the planet. 
so it is difficult, you know, and then it takes a little while, but they end up setting up around you as soon as you get to a new location. So that is something to consider if you feel like moving or you think that moving is a solution. Although I do hear people that go halfway around the world and they say there's some relief, you know, but not completely, of course. And then we had a, a wonderful woman. Um, she is an activist, and uh, she moved to Poland, and she said she still has the same amount of targeting, but she's happy because there's an awareness um, about targeting there, um, and um, it's a it's a big issue there. Um, and they've acknowledged that this occurs in that country. So she does like being there, but um, nonetheless, she's still targeted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I look forward to receiving an email, and then we can maybe have a discussion, because it is hard when you're trying to maintain a family. And, you know, it's a miracle our family's even intact. You know, there was a couple times where... You know, but I didn't realize the tactics. I didn't understand targeting. I hadn't found the community yet, and um, you know, but you know, it's just the nature of uh, you know my spouse, his nature. So it worked out anyways. But you know, we got pretty close there a couple times of not um, being able to work things out due to everything that you occur that occurs while being targeted. So um, you know, I'm pretty lucky that um, you know. Um, that he can be supportive and understanding and, you know, he doesn't really know what's going on fully and I just realized that trying to tell him too much isn't going to do anyone any good, at least right now. I want him to have an understanding of the program a little bit and he hears me, he knows what I'm involved with, um, but I don't have too many deep discussions about it because he can't do anything about it and he's a man and that's a bad place for a man to be. So I've just, uh, I try not to involve him too much and only share information that's um, he asks about, or if I'm in extreme pain, I might, you know, let him know that. And, um, you know, but it's difficult. It's a, it's a dance. It really is. Yes, it is. I w- I'll be emailing you if that's okay. Sure, I'm sure we can talk. I'm sure we can. The situ- we have similar situations. So, yeah, I look forward to hearing from you. I'm going to go ahead and put you back on mute and get to some of the other questions. Thank you. Well, I was wondering, does copper help with any of that? I've... Um, there's been a few movies out there, you know, with uh, one of those cages, you know, copper's supposed to really help. Yeah, a lot of people say Faraday cages work very well. And I use, um, you know, at Lowe's you can order um, the copper mesh. And it comes yeah. in about four foot by like 50 foot um, rolls. And, you know, I put just that up with nothing else. Um, and it really does buffer it, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't stop it. It doesn't stop it, but it does, uh, it, that's the best word I can use is it buffers it a little bit. Um, you know, and if you put, like if you put some mylar, uh, some polyester, um, aluminum polyester on top of it, and then maybe just some regular aluminum foil, then you've got some really good passive, um, you know, passive defense. Okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, I'm going to thank go to you. Florida next. Hi, Florida. You're on the air. Hi, it's Adrian, Kyle. Hey, Adrian. I just wanted to call to say it's good to hear you're, you're going to be doing uh, a talk show because you're <laughs> so informative. And uh, I'm going through the chest pains a lot with you. So, anyway, uh-huh. that's all I want to say is thank you for doing what you're doing. You and Ella. Hey, okay. thank you, Adrian. Thank you for always being on Mike's call and, and all the other calls. You know, you give great advice, too. I hope I hope that your attacks aren't 
there have they kind of settled down a little bit? Um, every once in a while, but I had a really kind of this is kind of interesting. I had uh, I have a cardiologist, and uh, he did a unusual blood test for me because I have a protein deficiency, and uh, everything was normal. You know the normal testing that you get the cholesterol and the H all that other stuff, but one of the things that he also tested for was inflammation. And uh, <clears throat> my body, my blood shows a lot of inflammation. He doesn't know what's causing it. Well, it's being hit in the chest. That's what's causing it. And um, so in three or four more months, he wants to redo it because it doesn't make sense. Everything else is totally in line with a normal, healthy person, except the inflammation that I'm getting. And then Did you... blood work, not in, not in any kind of like MRI or CAT scan. So I don't know. That might be some evidence eventually for us. It might it might be some evidence, or it might you know scare your attackers back a little bit. At least at least they, they might give you some relief. So they be... have been giving me some relief since that test because I think that's more a concern that this could actually be evidence eventually. That's great. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, you all take care. All right. You too, Adrian. Thanks, right. Adrian. You're welcome. All right. Scrolling down, guys. Give me one second. Here we go. Northwest California, I'm going to unmute you. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Ella. Hi, everyone. It's Dawn um, DeWarf, Sacramento, California. Hi, Dawn. Uh, hi. Hey, hey Dawn. thanks for all the hey, thanks for all the great information. And I just want you to know I, I experienced the same level of the torture with the with the weapons and I mean to the point where I pulled out my life insurance policies, wrote a will and handed everything over to my coworkers because I was convinced that every night I was not going to survive. I mean, because they targeted my heart and and all that. And it went on for close to three months and then they would love to keep me up all night long. And um, so it made it difficult for me to work. So I worked for corrections, right, in California. Then they would lay off on me on, I figured this out on Friday and Saturday nights so that I could get stuff done on the weekends when I had some strength, but they were filming and taking pictures like crazy. So in other words, if I was to complain about what they were doing, they would look at her. She's out you know, at the mall and she's grocery shopping. So um, so it was done you know, that way on purpose. Um, you know, second to that, um, I wanted to say that um, I, I have the, the local from the neighbors as well as I know that I'm hooked up to the computer, and I was able to actually see the um, laser thing that the neural monitor that attaches to your head. Um, I couldn't see it with my eye, but then I watched. Um, I did some research, and it said that you can see the infrared lights with your camera phone. And so I did that, and sure as heck, it was five dots in the pattern of a like a dice number five, four with the one in the middle, and it was creeping around all over my head and. Once they get to certain spots, they will stop. So I've had them do the same things, um, you know, focusing if I cover up my head and they would focus on other areas, the shoulder, you're exactly right on that, um, the eyes, you know, just to get, you know, to that area. But I will say this, that I have all that going on and they shoot me um, from the cars 
my neighbors at different houses just random, you know, pot shots. Um, but what I found was that um, I don't hear anything, and so mine is different, but they're doing the same thing. So I'm just assuming that they're listening to what my thoughts are, and I know that they are because one day when I was at work, um, I was sitting there, and, you know, when they put the thing on the top of your head and to heat your body up beyond belief and start your heart racing, I said in my head, oh, my God, um, I'm going to have a heart attack. Because I felt like I was because my chest hurt so bad. And I about doubled over. I ended up falling down at work. And the second I said that, things shut off. And it was just like, oh, my God, it's gone. You guys can do that just like that. So um, I wanted to ask one question. My question is, so the Q-Wave Defenders, is that good for the um, microwave weapons? Yeah, I mean, I found that, like, you know, okay, so I have 12 on. You know, obviously okay. don't get 12, and there's there's sales on them, so they're $300 regularly, but every month you should be able to get a $50 off sale. Um, and, you know, they, they do work in theory because they're putting out a Schumann resonance, a Sulfagia wave, and scalar waves, and it's making like a 10-foot field around your body. Um, so in theory they work. They're just very weak. So it's like for what they're hitting us with military-directed energy weapons, um, you know, and these things are really meant for, like, you know, they they do say that it's made for directed energy weapon attacks, but it's just, they you know, I keep telling them to make something stronger because with, right. 12, with 12, it really does. Like, I mean, I they, like, I'll, I'll feel kind of heat on my chest, but it'll buffer out. Like, they'll hit me with beams, and it'll hit me for, like, maybe a minute or, a minute or something, and it'll buffer off, you know. Wow. And then I, I had to take two of them off, um, you know, to go charge them. And that night, I felt tons of heat, and I, I felt I felt more microwaves. Um, okay. You know, so it really does. It helps with that. They'll usually find something else. Like the V2K never slows down for me because they're using infrasound, um, stuff like that, um, you know, bone conduction. Um, but they're not using – see, I don't think they're shooting the V2K to me with microwave hearing. Um because I think I would buffer that out. So it does okay. work. But there, you know, I would I would maybe try those Altera whole house bugs first because they're a lot less expensive. Um, but I would. I would recommend, and a lot of TIs, you know, I've heard from a lot of them say, you know, Q-Wave centers don't work. Um, you know, they, they've worked for me, and I kind of just pile on the defenses. I'll use that, some Altera whole house bugs, you know, um, you know, some some other things like tabletop defenders and all together, you know, with, uh, you know, with vitamins, with supplements, with uh, with meditation, with other things, just putting everything together, um, they really do work, you know, because it gives your body a little bit of space to kind of adapt to this stuff, uh, to get strong. Yeah. But um, I, I have a question for you, Dawn. Um, yeah. When you saw the... So, so it looked kind of like a bee. It looked like little bees kind of hitting your head, like it was like mm-hmm. a. They were a, round red dots in the pattern of a number five dice. Wow. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And once they realized that I was seeing it, and unfortunately, I thought that I was filming it, and I was going yes. And when I pulled my phone down, it said, "You don't have enough memory," and, and so it did. Uh, so, so you, but yes. you, but you did. 
see it though. I mean, that's... oh my god, clear is a yeah, clear, clear, clear. But then after that, it was creeping around on my head, and I couldn't see it anymore. So they must be able to. Well, I know they are. So here's what I found out: they're able to change the colors of the rays. And the best way to um, stop it, and this might sound funky, you guys, but it's worked for me, um, and I probably look really ridiculous, but I have spent so much money on a bunch of different things, but the creepy crawling thing on my head was freaking me out. It hurt. They would find a particular spot on the top of my head and shoot like an electric bolt that I could still travel down my jugular all the way, and it just, it's like it attached straight to my heart, and Bam! It was just like all of a sudden it's going 100 miles an hour, and I it would raise me up to my feet, and I'd grab my chest, start breathing heavy, and I'd have to walk around. I'd start crying, you know, because you can't control it, you know, and it's so frightening. Um, so what I found was um, two things. Um, there's a do you remember the old turbulence interferes with it, and it can't bypass that. Um, the oh. other thing that interferes is if the area that they're tracking is lit in the same color of the light that they're uh, sending, then it also won't see it because it just blends in. So I, don't ask me why, but I have these different light arrays. <laughs> one is a red, a red one and an orange one and a yellow one. That's really great information. Don, what was the first one? Turp, Somebody has a little background noise. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Happened. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. What was the first one, Dawn? Okay, so the first one was red, and um, I thought that I'd captured that. Then it turned to I couldn't see it anymore, but I could still feel it. I wasn't able to um, film it anymore, but apparently infrared is visible with a phone camera, and it is because I saw it. They were able to change the color on it. This is done to me, and I know for a fact it's computer programmed because it comes on and goes off at the exact same times every day and every night. It uses it, it feels like it uses it to track me. So what I've done is two things. I have different light arrays, one infrared, the yellow, the red, and the orange, and I hang it over my head, and I just flip them on to different switches in different colors, and you can tell when you hit the right one because they can't find you because what you'll find then is then they start stabbing in the shoulder, and I think, ah, because you can't get to my head, bastards. So um, so that worked, and then the other thing that I did that was really funny, um, and I and some razzing over it was this, I went to Amazon and I bought one of those Beanie and Cecil propeller hats. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, and that that actually, that's a good idea. That's a great it, idea. It, it was eighteen dollars on Amazon, two AA batteries, and that whirly bird thing, man, that was going like crazy. It covers way all, the entire top of my head, and because it was going so fast, it was making my whole skull go, you know, and so turbulence. They can't land on you when you've got turbulence on your head. The other thing that I did have done also is I put a fan beside my head. I turn it on full blast, and I have put strips of mylar coming out all over the fan, and that thing oscillates and waves back and forth over my head, and it breaks up their ability to lock onto you also at night. So those things worked for me for that program thing. But the thing that uh, that I wanted to say was, it's the other thing that I've tried, and, and I don't understand, and maybe you can help. So I went to work, and I think I've told this to Ella before. I don't know if you've heard it, but um, 
I, I heard that magnets would repel it, right? So I'm sitting at work, and I ran over to a craft store, and I bought, you know, a gigantic bag of magnets, stuffed them under a baseball hat, and every single thing that was hitting me was deflected, and it was deflected so heavily into the aisles at work that my staff was coming by, and I would watch them. They would stop, and they would go, whoa, and they would look at me, and they go, what's happening in your cube? And they start looking up at the ceiling, and I realized, you know, I don't, I can't control where I'm deflecting it to, but the magnets did that. But as soon as, because they heard, because they're at my work, they heard the coworkers say that, the next day the magnets didn't work anymore. You know, and so I don't understand the fields because I went to the expense of, I bought, um, Dave Case had recommended the big, uh, you know, 500, 700 pull force magnets and setting that in your bed. But what I found was, for me, they did something different and changed it up somehow where magnets don't work anymore. And they're just cooking me still, but it feels different, and now I can't deflect it. So the other thing I was going to try is nickel because supposedly nickel plates will deflect it also. It's just hard to keep track of what they've done next, what they've done next in order to stay on top of it, and I've done some crazy stuff to try to defend myself. That's (laughs) that's awesome, Dawn. That's the type of thing that, that TIs have to do. You have to be resourceful. And, like, I've heard a whole, like, all your ideas are good, and I'm going to actually try them. Um, because, well, I mean, that's, that's what we don't know what we're dealing with. Um, and well, we, the other and, you thing know, that... I, Well, I, I'm just going to say, I have a 400 pool magnet. You know, it does work at home. You know, you got to keep it there for a long time, like, on the area where they're hitting. Um, I, I don't know how they'd be able to get around it. Um, but, yeah, magnets do work. But that that's awesome that you've tried this so many felt things. like it went right through it, you know. I you know, I'll try it again. You know, I don't and then I thought, well maybe I don't have it in the right spot because for some reason they know exactly where I sit in my house and the thing will hit me on the top of the head, but then it also feels like they're bouncing the signal from underneath my chair because it goes up and fries my butt, you know, and then my whole body gets heated up top and bottom. I do not know how they bounce signals from below you, but they do it in my bed, they do it in my chair. Um, so I didn't know should I put the magnet underneath the chair, should I put it under the bed, where's the best place to put it, you know, when you really don't know where it's coming from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, well, you know? I usually, you know, because they hit me in the head the most. Um, so I like, I thought I had implants or something, so I'd put it on the left side of my head or maybe, you know, what, what really helped for me, which was, was super weird, um, I put it just on my left eye socket. It's the big 400 pool magnet. I put it in some like little little um, sports socks or whatever, and I just put it on the front of my face, like right in that left eye socket, and I just kind of lay with it. But um, you know, you got to do it for like an hour or two, um, and then you'll experience relief for a while. And you know, okay. keep up that. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, you know, keep it there for a while. Um, uh, but, but you know, the the way that they can do these electromagnetic frequencies, they may be able to, and I don't want to say this because I'm not sure, they may be able to use that, that magnetization, like, against you, like, somehow use that uh, for the electromagnetic frequency. Well, no, know? they can. I experienced it because I had the magnet, and it was, they were hitting me in the, in the chest, in the heart area, and I put that over my chest thinking, aha, this will deflect it. And it felt 10 times worse. And I thought, oh, no, 
it's actually attracting this. <laughs> I pulled I've it away from my chest. And, a lot of yes. guys, like I've heard that they start using the magnets against them. I haven't experienced it. Um, I've, I've experienced mm-hmm. where it doesn't work as good, um, but you might just want to try like another spot on your body to see if that, you know, works or, you know, we, we just got to do what you're doing. What you're doing is, is awesome. You know, you try a bunch of different things. I'm going to, so, so did you just get a lamp for the, for like the infrared red light, you know? To no, it's, um, so they have these LED arrays on Amazon that you can get. Um, basically it was for facials and stuff, you know, it was a girly thing. The blue light's supposed to help with, you know, certain things for your skin. The orange does another, the red does another, the infrared does another. So this was all for vanity. But when I realized this was happening, I went, well, hell's bells. I've got a bunch of those in my goodie cosmetic box. So I pulled them all out. But you can find them. They're actually also in the gardening section um, on Amazon also. And they're only about 15 to 20 bucks for a pretty big array of them. So, yeah, check it out. Um, they they got really popular for a while. So I want to – and Amazon. So I wanted to ask one more question because when I started um, being able to keep them off my head, um, I had the helicopters. Okay, so I live in a, you know, an, a city, you know, pretty nice city right outside of Sacramento. I've never seen a helicopter in this neighborhood. So I was outside in the backyard, and all of a sudden I hear this really loud – helicopter and next thing I know he's hovering coming right over me into my backyard so just panic stricken knowing that it's it's bad <laughs> I didn't know why but I just knew it was I raised in the house I shut all the windows I closed the sliding glass door but not before they had dropped something out right and I thought what the hell was that so about two days later I noticed on my forearm I had a small it wasn't a cut it was like a scratch and any time they want to try to find me, this area that scratched, it starts stinging and it starts buzzing. So I think they can drop those nano things out. And they have the, I saw a picture of one. It can embed its way into your skin just so that they can tag you and track it. It's not a chip because I wasn't, you know, abducted and it wasn't a laceration. But one of these things, or a couple of them on my arm, managed to embed itself. And so I read something about what to do with that. So it's been, you know, I kept it covered up and I scratched the bejeebus out of me to try to get it out. I don't know if I was successful or not, but have you heard of that? Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of TIs talk about that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, some think it's it's nanotechnology. Um, Some say that it's just toxins that kind of, uh, you know, spin at the same kind of frequency as these electromagnetic frequencies. So they're able to pinpoint Mm. us more. Um, I get toxins put in my home, like on things I touch. Um, so I need to get a black light to, to clean my house. I know they, they put some stuff in my food. Um, I've been putting, oh. yeah. So so they put some kind of toxin for me. Um, but I have they haven't done anything where it's stuff that gets in your skin. But I, I hear uh, TIs on calls every night talking about those things that can kind of wiggle in your skin. They'll they'll be pulling them out of out of their skin. So I hear about well, that a lot. I don't think they've I'm, had to do that to me yet, but uh, I'm sure if they if they lose you, they'll go to any means, you know, to track you. Well, I'm wondering. Kids. Well, I'm so when I so I turn my cell phone off a lot. When I turn my cell phone on, the thing would just you know go crazy. It would like be attached to my cell phone signal. So my thought my thought was is that 
you know, if I notice this again, um, is there a way to detect these things in your skin? Has anybody been successful at doing that, these as opposed to a chip? I don't know right off the top of my head. Ella, have you heard anything about that? I know I could ask some people and they could tell me because I, I know a lot of people with that, that same It's giving off a signal. It's got to be. Or it's receiving a signal. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. I kind of missed the past few sentences anyways. I was a little distracted. But are, are you guys you guys talking about the nanoparticles as well? Well, yeah. yeah. It, it's like what? the little, well, how do you explain it, Dawn? Because I've heard a lot of TIs talking about it. Well, um, they dumped a bunch of stuff out of a helicopter. I raced into the house to try to avoid it. But then the next day, I noticed there was scratches on my forearm, which was the only area of my body that was exposed that day. And what ended up happening was when I was covering up my head so they couldn't find me using their red pokey thing um, because I was successful at dodging that, they dumped this stuff on me, and I believe that it tagged me because every time they want to, they can activate it, and I feel this in these areas where these scratches are. And it's like they're putting off a signal, and I thought, well, if they're putting off a signal, perhaps I can detect that. I didn't know if anybody talked about that. That This is different, though, than the chips and the ARFIDs. It's different. Well, there is something I know about a debriding soap, and you can order it online, and it's people that, if, you know, I haven't tried it myself. I actually tried to order it, and they sent me something completely different that I didn't order. <laughs> maybe that maybe that's a sign that it might work. So the debriding right. is supposed to, um, you know, alleviate uh, some of that, anything that gets lodged into your skin. I mean, I don't know to what extent. I haven't seen any... Um, reports on that, but from what I hear, the feedback I get from the community is that it really seems to work. Well, I'm more interested in 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 showing that it's there and that it's transmitting a signal rather than removing it, if that's possible. Um, yeah. I really don't know how I could find that out, but cause I thought that might be helpful. I mean, if this would be another thing that we can show as proof you right. know, for what's happening, that would be that would be a good idea. Hey, so um, and what? Go ahead. Right. Have you have you pointed your meter at all to it? So no, I haven't bought one of those yet. I had hired a specialist to come in and, and do my house and, and actually he asked me the other day for the phone numbers because he wanted to listen in on the call, the webinar call last night because he's very interested in what's happening and um he's very much against all this but he was like new to all this and he said I'd like to hear what everybody's saying and what they're using and doing to for detection measures. And he said, and then Don, I'll call you back and, you know, see if maybe we can set up another call um to be able to maybe if I can lend some expertise to what they're they're using or additional equipment because he's got some really high end equipment. He said, I might be happy to do that and start doing that for folks and I said, That'd be awesome. I haven't talked to him yet, but he um, said he was listening in, so hopefully um, I'll talk to him before the Thursday call and, and I can give everybody a report on that. I'm hoping that he'll prove to be an advocate for us. And be, yeah, uh, he's great. a specialist in EMF. Yeah, right? I do, I do. You can get yeah. EMF detectors on, on your iPhone or your Samsung. Yeah, they won't but let me. They won't let you download stuff on your phone? No. Yeah, okay. no. But the, my my problem is is that you know I know I can go out and buy these meters, but I don't know how to triangulate and I don't know how to track it back to the source because that's the missing piece for me. And you know, having proof of exactly where it's coming from, where nobody can, you know, say, ah, you're bonkers. Your neighbors wouldn't do that to you. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I, I can track like like where the beam, the direction that the beam's coming from. Uh, you know, but like I tell everybody, I I can never triangulate it to its source. I just use I use EMF detectors on my Samsung phone, and it has great detectors on the front of the phone. And I can I can get like where they're remotely hitting me, but you know that beam might be coming from upstairs, the neighbor's place. So it's, right. you know, triangulating the position of where it's coming from is one of the most important things that you know I I haven't found. I haven't heard anybody say they can do that, um, and I haven't found out how to do it. But if we find out how to do that, I guarantee you things would change a lot. I know. I'm hoping um, this guy that I'm working with is going to be able to to guide us in that. Um, go ahead. Well, yeah, and, I, and, you know, there's more and more people like that, you know, like Bill Benny and Kirk Weeby, and then all these people who are finding out of, who may not be targets, you know, they hear more and more about it, and we're getting more and more of those people interested, and they, and they'll be able to help because they know about, you know, electromagnetic frequencies. They know about these cell phones, how they give off radiation and modems, um, but they just don't know that, you know, it's being targeted at people, so we can really use their expertise to, to you know, figure out, you know, how to triangulate this stuff, because I'm sure they can triangulate a modem. You know, they can triangulate uh, sources, of this uh, this EMF energy, so um, so I mean I, I see a lot more of that, and that'd be great to get his help. You know I see I see I see that we're going to get a lot more you know non TIs who have a lot of expertise in this field, you know stepping up to the plate and, and helping us out. I I agree with you. I think that um, this is all about to bust loose. Has anybody seen that video? I want to say his name is Jerry Garcia or something like that. He's a that does the conspiracy theory stuff, his interview with the CIA. Um, I think you look up Terry Thomas. Jesse Ventura, you mean? Say that again? Jesse Ventura. Thank you. I think yep. it's ice cream. Ben and Jerry's. has been going online and posting all that, and it's absolutely true, you know, what's going on and how, you know, yeah, go ahead, Don. You can go into it. I just wanted to correct the name. Oh, yeah, thank you for that. Um, it was just really telling, I mean, to have a CIA, you know, agent, you know, verify that, in fact, MKUltra never went away. It expanded, and they just, he said they did what, you know, is equivalent to a shell game, and they just moved the programs under different agencies in order to hide them, um, but they're very much active. And, and uh, I think it was um, Dr. Robertson who was talking, and, and he told them, you know, they said, well, so... The guy was saying, so people are being injured. He goes, no, they're not being injured. They're being tortured by the thousands. And he said that he was working with over a thousand individuals who were suffering from this. So as far as activism goes, you know, it'd be really cool if one of us was able to set up some kind of a national and international database registry for targeted individuals where you just go on, you put your name, um, what you're being targeted with, and your city and state, you know, contact information if you want to. But that way, if if we could say, okay, here's the international or national to begin with database of everybody, you know, that we know of right now. You know what I'm saying? To pull it all together, I bet you there would be easily 10,000 people. And oh, if we easy. went international, yeah, if you went international, it would go into the hundreds of thousands. Um, I just 
it, it might be a good idea, I mean, if we made it look really professional, to say, you know, create something, you know, an online, you know, say, national, international database for target individual registry. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think we get a lot of help from PACS and ISA Act and those, you know, those individual organizations to to maybe have sign up like a, a, a one of their web pages, um, you know, where people can sign up. The, I think the worry for target individuals, and I, you know, I, I would definitely do it. The worry is that they don't want to put their information out because we're, you know, we we don't want people gathering any more of our information that that, that they already have. But how what I would say against that is that you know we're so close to a breakthrough on this, and you know the attackers are still going to attack us anyway. People are going to find out your information anyway. So I don't. Well, you know, what I don't we could do. Well, we could right. tell them to abbreviate their name. You know, like J Smith. You know, S mm-hmm. Smith, and then just city and state, and then they could provide their contact information, which we could keep separately and confidential. Um, you know what I'm saying? I just think that if we had a national registry where everybody could go sign up, then it's you know, undisputable. Here you go. Don't here, here. Here's everybody. Here's the national registry of these people. You know, and you've got everything in one spot. So to me, that needs to happen. I think you're right. I think that's an initiative that, like, you know, everybody needs to talk. We really need to talk about, you know, getting a plan and action to do that. And then start advertising it, you know, in the in the daily activities of telling everybody, go to the National Registry and register yourself here. You know, because there's power in numbers, there's strength in numbers, you know, um, 10, 25,000 people can't be wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, and Dawn, it's also to, to make sure if something happens to somebody, we can get in touch with them. So for a lot of other reasons, we, we need that database too. Uh, but it would also prove how many people it's happened to. It'd be a way for us to to keep in touch with each other, um, yes. so we don't have any any people. Um, you know, you know, we don't have any more quarries uh, who, you know, people who you know take their lives. We can keep track of people and take care of each other. So for a lot more other reasons than just the the uh, national registry, which is like what we need that too. It work on so many other levels. Like we really need it for a lot of other things too. I agree. I agree. I don't mind um, creating something and uh, and posting it up, and then we could all just start heavily marketing. Go online to all the different groups and say, "Hey, please talk to your members and give them this link and tell them to register. We need everybody to register, so we can show how many people this is really affecting." You know, that's a pretty powerful statement. And like you said, and the data could also be used for a lot of other really good things, um, which I can think of several right now off the top of my head. But um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I will go ahead and create something like that. You heads up, there's lots of people waiting, or a good handful. Okay. Okay. Um, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say goodbye then, and thank you very much. Talk to you later. Thanks. Ella, will you come back on when we, after all the questions are done? Will you come back on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Thanks, Ella. Okay. Thanks, Don. Okay. Awesome, Dawn. Okay, so I'm going to Southern California. Hi, you're on the air. Southern California. We'll come back to you. Okay, I'll go to Southeast Missouri. 
Hi, you're on the air. Hello, this is Dave Case. How you doing? Hey, hey Dave. How are you? Great. Good. Uh, I've got a little information in front of me. I was going to just read a paragraph and uh, let you know that 30 people so far have uh, gotten results from my CD that I give out, and I've got many letters in. Uh, they're getting relief, you know, from the from the torture. Yeah, I've only heard positive things about it, Mr. Dave. I'm I'm waiting on mine. Um, yeah, I mailed that to you. You should be getting it any day. That is awesome. I've I've heard so many positive things. Like it makes the tinnitus just completely go away, and it it makes a lot of sense too because, um, you know, Brian too talks about like pleasing music can actually change your frequency, so it's harder for them to target you. Now yours does a whole lot more. Um, you know, it actually you know, blocks it and sends a signal back to them. Um, I've heard, you know, just positive things from people about it. Yeah, that's the the sheet I'm holding right now is uh, information, the NSA uh, on their equipment, and uh, it actually uh, shows what I'm interfering with. It says there has been a signals intelligence network in the U.S. since the 40s. The NSA Fort Meade has in place a vast two-way wireless RNM system, which is used to track subjects, non-invasively monitor audiovisual information in their brains. This is all done with no physical contact with the subject. The RNM is the ultimate method of surveillance and domestic intelligence. Speech, 3D sound, and subliminal audio can be sent to the auditory cortex of the subject's brain, bypassing the ears. The images can be sent to the visual cortex. And it goes on and on about how they have to gather data from the target and their brain waves. And uh, what my CD does is contaminate the return signal. And then that starts to break down uh, the brain link connection. It says the NSA has proprietary electronic equipment that analyzes electrical activity in in humans from a distance. NSA computer-generated brain mapping can continuously monitor all the electrical activity in the brain continuously. The NSA records and decodes individual brain maps of hundreds of thousands of persons for national security purposes. Yeah, and and Dave, I found like the longer period of time that my attackers have had with me, the more stuff that they can do with the remote neural manipulation. So it's like a string signal. So it really it's really about breaking that connection. Um you know, blocking that signal. Yeah, and they're using using artificial intelligence, so what you're describing is just exactly what I believe is going on. In other words, it learns how you react to the signals. It learns what you're going to do. It learned on the last TI what you will do, and it's getting smarter, you know. Do you think that, you know, because, you know, I'm starting to experience that, that more, um, like, that, that something will respond to my thought, like I'll have a visual that responds to my thought in a much more artificial intelligence uh, type way 
Um, whereas the beginning, it really did seem like it was uh, very manned. It was like very directed by uh, people taking shifts. Um, do you think that if you do, you know, because because uh, you know Dave Boyd says a lot, like if you do keep a more positive mindset and you go about your business, do you think that 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 makes a difference? Like that the AI, um, like eases up on you somehow. Like if you have more of a positive mindset and do more positive things. Like Definitely. Reacting. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, there's evidence that the mind has power over matter, and we just need to learn how to use our minds. In other words, on nine one one. Everybody was fearful in the United States. It actually affected computer-generating number systems used for gambling machines. And they recorded this change in the ability of the computers to generate random numbers. And that was fear. What I'm saying is, you know, positive thoughts have power also. And and if we learn to focus and use our abilities, because we only use 10% of our brains. And the government is saying by action that they're going to use the other 90%. So we need to use our thoughts in a powerful way to uh, have positive attitude and do not let things get you down and do not give up and do not you know, consider suicide, because that is the goal of of the targeting is to make you destroy your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Last night I experienced, uh, like really strong depression and I'm not sure if it was brain to brain, but it felt like I was having thoughts and like those thoughts were being thought. Um, and it kind of did feel like what people talk when they talk about brain to brain interaction, you know, through the, through the software, through the remote neural monitoring software, not really sure if that's exactly what was going on, uh, but it was awful. It was like they put this horrible EEG on me, which was so depressing. And it, it, it was one of those that, you know, they, they are, my V2K will oftentimes say, you know, we're going to get him to kill himself. It's okay. Like, because there's one lady on the V2K who's like, you know, leave him alone. This, this is horrible. This is satanic. Um, and they're like, just don't think about it. We're going to get him to kill himself. We're not, you know, we're not going to do it going to do it um and i'll get those bad feelings and what i find is very um useful is that you know you do i mean i did i cried last night i read just read comic books i I went and did something that i would do if i was depressed and i didn't think about you know i'll never commit suicide and i think you know majority of ti's are like that uh if not all of them they're like you know i'll never give up never give up um so you've got to find a way to you know, those, those uh, negative, EEG, negative EEGs that they induce uh, find something more useful to do with that, with that negative feeling um, and never, never feed into it and keep it cycling out. So I think you have a lot of great information. Yeah, I agree with you. That's, that's definitely uh, what we should be doing. And, you know, it sure looks to me like the NSA is responsible for a lot of this stuff and my opinion is they're using the GPS signals as a main carrier and that would you know 
would explain why it's such a surround sound uh, system. You can't get away from it because they're bombarding the entire Earth. You know, everybody is surrounded by 16 GPS satellites and getting pounded by them continually, 24 hours a day. It would, just seems to me, as an engineer, that is such a perfect system to modulate neural information down to these people, you know. And I believe that's what they're using, and, our, and we paid for all that equipment, you know. You, so you think it? You think the GPS signal is how they target specific points of the body? Exactly, um, exactly, because there's 16 satellites at any one time surrounding uh, any one. So that's, you know, you, you know what 3D is, you know what 2D is. Imagine 16D, how precise that would be. Yeah, to see every nook and cranny and everything. Exactly. Yeah. And and with the phenomenon called constructive interference, uh, they could time the signals just perfectly to where the 16 signals entering your body would combine and you have 16 times the power. So they could actually generate areas, tiny pixels, if they wanted, of high energy within your body. And you right. can't, and you could not detect them outside the body. Yeah, Only that's what a lot of people, a lot of targeted individuals that I talk to, they're, they're like, they, they're like, you know, as they think about it more, it's like something coming from inside of them. Like something yeah. that's been, been placed inside, yeah, yeah. That is a that's a very sound theory. Like so, you don't think that um, you know because sometimes it will feel like they're just amping it up They'll, on the V2K. I'll hear them say, you know, turn it up, turn it up, um, and then I'll get a lot more of the high pitched sound or um, a lot more pain in my stomach. So you think they're actually just um, you know uh, having a bunch of frequencies meet, and that's how how the the um, the amplitude right. of it is growing. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to get your CD. I've heard some people that, you know, I've heard they they say their gang stalking actually stops. You know, I've I've heard. Yeah. This. Yeah, I've got a lot of reports like that, and I I got a letter today, and uh, he says I went to an ENT doctor and he cleared me of any mechanical issues. The CD does work as an effective therapy for the tinnitus. At first, it was a little jarring with all the noises, but it soon became lullable compared to the tinnitus. I have slept, I haven't slept as well in months as I can with the CD. I use it in a Walkman during the day. I have used it as well. So far, my symptoms have reduced, and I am sleeping a lot better. I look forward to either being completely cured or continuing a much more manageable life with reduced symptoms and improved sleep. I highly recommend this product and will give it six stars out of five. Unbelievably helpful and by a very compassionate individual. That's awesome. That's awesome, Dave. Um, yeah, and as I've, you know, my, my attackers, they know that I'm waiting on the CD. Um, and they've tried some different things, like over uh, these last couple of days as I'm waiting for it. 
because I think they actually they they see that it that it has the potential to work. They've heard me talking to people about how you know it gets rid of their symptoms and everything. So so last night they did something very very new with remote neural monitoring, and it was almost like a whole new personality. Was um, what what's it called? What do y'all call it? Um, what's the word for it? But it was almost like a whole other personality was put. Like that EEG was put on my brain, um, and, and so I think that they they do they are fearing your CD. My, my oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, several people, uh, out of thirty people, two have said uh, they heard voices on the CD, and there are no voices. It, it's random pulses and waveforms, and uh, what that tells me is they're really heavily targeted. And they're trying to make the people stop listening to the CD. Some people will report uh, when they first play the CD, the tinnitus will double in intensity. In other words, they will turn up the system and try to make people think the CD is making their tinnitus worse. But as long as they follow the instructions and keep using it and play it at night, all night while they're sleeping, every night, it actually knocks out the the ability of their uh, systems to target you. So as long as you know, as long as you follow the instructions, uh, you will get results. Is what I'm finding. That is awesome. Um, and Dave, I have a question for you. I do put out YouTube videos, and I, I mentioned your CD and how it works, but I didn't give out your phone number. Would you mind if I did give out your phone number on my videos or? I, you could you could for a while. Uh, I'm getting quite a bit of uh, requests, and some days it's a little overwhelming. But uh, it has cut back a little bit. So, you know, uh, yeah, you, you can do that. And uh, if it gets if if I get too many requests, you know, I'm only one person. I can only make so many CDs and mail them per day. But if it gets yeah. too too many requests, and I might ask you to take it off for a few days or something. You know. I got you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send you uh I'm gonna send you some checks. You know, at least a check to just uh, thank. Well, for that's up to you. It is free, and a couple people have sent some money, and I just use that to make more CDs. And in um, you know, somebody uh, mentioned that I should sell it on Amazon for three or four dollars. Or for shipping, and um, you know, I, I really think it's best if I do it myself because you know that takes it out of my hands when someone else, you know, a company, a company is is taking over or something. You know, you never know what people are going to be getting. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might embed something on it, like another signal or something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely. Uh, seal every envelope myself and record every CD myself and there's no way they could get to it, you know, in that part, in that range. But, um, yeah, it's, I'm just trying to figure out how to get it to as many victims as possible, as quick as possible without any problems, you know. Mm -hmm. Have you been getting attacked any heavier or, um, you know, no, no. I uh, I use the CD every night, 
and uh, you know, if I stopped using the CD, uh, definitely, you know, I would be the tinnitus would come back and it would be deja vu all over again. So it and that indicates to me that it's an automated system they're using. In other words, it tries to recover, but my CD knocks it out again. And it tries to recover the next day. My CD knocks it out again. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, anybody that wants one, uh, my phone number is 573-300-1579, and it is free, and uh, I'm just glad that it's helping people, and uh, we're having a successful Beat the Machines year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, thank you, David, again so much, and I appreciate I have my CD. And um, what is your thoughts about I'm trying to – I put in an earbud, and then I put in the the required, you know, the ear, the headset that you recommend, and I put it over it. So I have classical music mixed into it. Is that going to lessen the effect of your CD? Yeah, I got thinking about that, and no, I do not believe it will. Uh, as long as those headphones are on your head – it vibrates your skin. That sound vibration is entering their signal and contaminating their loop. So I only put, I, and to be clear, in case someone wants to take this idea, um, because the headset he requires is like a typical, um, you know, a kind of a dated headset. It you know it goes over your head, it goes over your ears. It's kind of large. And so with the earbud, I just put it in one ear, and I put it in the right ear because for whatever reason, I feel like the left ear needs to get the most of it because anybody who gets this knows that the left ear seems to get most of the squealing and the high-pitched noises. That's true. I put the music in the right ear with the little, you know, the little bud, and then I put your ear, you know, the recommended suggested headset over it, and it works. It sounds great. It really helps with the sound. Yeah. heard it we're not listening to classical music so i go you know what i'm gonna put a little classical music in there so it makes it really you know you you don't even notice your cd you just hear the classical music that's a very good idea yeah also classical music they found out increases cognitive abilities but it's jazz i've heard that (laughs) yeah and i live with a musician so i know a lot about music (laughs) so um Okay, Dave, I'm going to go back. Did you um, Do you want to say anything else before I meet you? No, go ahead. Have a good night. You too. Thank you, Dave, as always. Thanks, Dave. Now, the CD is, seems really effective. It really does. Okay, I'm trying to yeah. find the next in line here. Grieb. Okay, here we go. Oh, I Hi, Don, just... are you there? Yeah, I was just commenting about the helicopter that up near Sacramento. I'm in Southern California, and they'll use phones. And yeah, I think it's just a laser maser thing that makes like a, you know, infinitely small slice through the cells, you know, deeply into the body, kind of, you know, goes in a few inches. But uh, I guess it's made to cause, you know, fungal and bacterial growth, you know, that acts like a sensor or something, you know, that eventually you know, may form a pimple or something and then come, you know, some 
it may, you know, then it may, you know, excrete uh, that those, you know, clumped up white blood cells or whatever it is. You know, do you, do you that, think they pick up a signal, like that, the area? It. Well, it'll sensitize each. It's a you know slow killed you know by a thousand paper cuts. It's just one more thing that they want to use on targeted people because once they get in place, they don't see like Benny said. They they've they've carried this thing out for 15 years now. They never they thought it was only good for 10 years, but since the media doesn't cover anything, it just keeps going. You know, so they're just. They have the Maser lasers, and they got helicopter flyers, and they just, you know, they keep perjuring, um, put it. You know, there was some, there was an asteroid that hit 13,500 years ago, according to certain people, that caused, you know, civil wars and, you know, people, interfamily struggles, and you know, competing for food, you know, and shelter and water, and and this reproduces that. It's a stra- you know, it's a trauma-based thing where, where families will fight. Kids, you know, will attack the parents. The couples will attack each other, and you know, it just, it's just, it's just the self-perpetuating phenomena of divide and rule. And it, it uh, you know, it, it there's a genetic memory apparently from that asteroid hit. So once these weapons come on you, it replicates that genetic um code and and then the purge then people perjure themselves and they go to their fbi they go to you know get a restraining order not from the person that's helped them all their you know and aided them but yeah they go against the person that's helped them the people closest that they can see they're going to attack they don't attack because we don't have meters. We don't understand what's going on, you know, because they're come. What I found, they come in for about two or three weeks in, in the empty houses. They rent a house here and they'll get people in a crossfire. Then they leave. They'll open up their houses or garages and then they, then the perps leave. They burn. Maybe it'll be a monarch and, and see if they can get uh, multiple combinations, get, monarch people that react to the negatively to the uh the weaponry to to poison the the, the person you know if they can get inside with a monarch to the to their target and then they'll come around with the bullets you know the electronic bullets and the and the rape you know the full elf rape uh devices Depends. Everything is dependent upon one situation, but I think the template and the weapons are the same, pretty much, because they got us so confused. You know, they these ELF devices they do multiple things. You know, they cause you to think somebody's looking through your eyes, reading your mind, and all that, and it's not. It's just uh, they've just burnt. You know, knocked holes in the cells and the nerves and. And they're all, all the nerves are reacting in a different way than they've ever reacted. They don't. It's not like a, you know, a buildup of life experience. It's cutting through experience, and and it, people haven't, you know, reacted to that since that asteroid hit thirteen thousand years ago. Well, I mean, and we talked about this grievance. It's I mean, a genetic my, code. My V2K responds directly to visuals that I have in my visual cortex. So, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it does. And yeah, it could, because see, it's just things accumulate, and and if you don't, you know, and this stuff is so powerful. A lot of it, you know, especially for the men, I think they're doing it more. I don't know what the trigger men have if you know how they set up their weapons for each person coming by, but I'm sure they have spotters. So by the time you're you're down two blocks and you're walking in. They've had spotters, and they know exactly when you're going to walk by their device. And they, the, then the trigger man, or maybe they're told to have a certain amount, you know, if he goes. I don't know how it works, but I, it's something like that. I mean, the more you get experience and the more people get infected around you, the more knowledge you get about how it operates. But it looks like they have spotters, which could be neighborhood watch, you know, but it's based on perjury, your, your relationships with other people, and, and then they go after those people, get them to say something outlandish, and and then they then those higher ups have some they feel, but it's all perjury, you know. But because you you know because we don't know how you know we don't know how to know what hearsay and and uh, this kind of thing is, you know. We're afraid to go to court because. They keep hitting us and hitting us and hitting us. They could activate, you know, the gum you stole, you know, in sixth grade from the store. You know, who knows? You know, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it. It's they're trying to get you on a guilt trip and then just keep it. And then if they can kill you, you know, if you ever go to medical or psychiatric, my God, you're just you're just uh, a walking target. You know, you're a you know, you go in there cold and you don't know who these people are. They're the ones that are benefiting from it. Why would they ever stop it? Why would they ever admit what's going on? When when in medical school, they're about the second year, these perps come in and the perp, the, the teachers have been perped. They know that they have to instill this fear in these medical students so that when the time comes to open their offices to the perps to, to to infect patients, you know, that happen to come in, they have to do that. You know, it's and same with the parking lots, you know, these people that run these cars, they you know, it's a, you know, they have to have this perjured testimony, you know, or, or complaints, you know, which are completely uh bogus you know and even in court they're bogus unless you buy into it yeah and i mean this is i mean we have different ideas and like it's just like seeing that elephant from different angles and the more information that we get you know we can make a big we can make a a better picture of the whole thing and then and you know get better ways to defeat it yeah we get because I remember the last thing Hall said on the phone on, on one of the calls, uh, John Hall, he said, I'm going to look into ELF. Well, good luck. Where are you going to find anything about ELF? It's not there. It's not there. The effects. Only I found it on Yandex, you know, in the Ukraine on mice. And But they're not going to put – they're going to scrub what they're doing off the Internet. Nothing's going to match. Nothing will match. That's uh-huh. all I got. I mean, it, I mean they've covered all angles. These are old tactics, CIA and FBI, and now it's spreading out to these, you know, to probably lower down. It's just this genocide, you know, picks up momentum. But 
you know, the more people they have in doing this, the more, um, you know, they're going to, uh, you know, it's a self-perpetuating thing. Because they can't, what are they going to do? They can't get other jobs. What if they spilt the beans? I That's how I learned a lot about the terminology and it's snipers and then they build bunk beds from like in, say there's a window where the target, you know, is in line with the pathway, say he tends his flower garden. Then they'll set up their 24 hours in shifts for, for three weeks at a time out of a bathroom window. That's what I've heard they do. They just lay there eating candy bars and watching porn and just wait for the, the signal that the, the targets. They'll, they'll sit there for a week just to hit somebody for a minute in, in a week or two-week period. That's what I've heard. So, you know, that's what I got from a perp that I knew for six years, and I didn't know he was a perp. I had to put it together, you know. I never saw the, the devices, but I heard, and then I started putting two, you know, two and two together, you know. By that time, he had had poison. They had been poisoning me for, for 10, 12 years before that. So, you know, everything that I've learned comes through years and years before I catch on, you know, but... uh you know, just giving you my experience. So I'm not the god here, but uh, <laughs> trying to help. You know, you know, if we're prepared, you know, what is that saying? You know, forewarned is forearmed. You know, you, you know, you wear your protective clothing, get your meters, and it's usually parking lot. It's usually a neighbor. If you're in an apartment, they'll come in on the side, and you know, once in a while they have a helicopter with a laser. But, and then all your medical, beware, you know, just say, when you go into medical, just say you're electromagnetic sensitive and, and you need to keep your meter on. <laughs> that might work. And then if they leave the room, snoop around, you know, take, have a camera and look, see if there's any devices, you know, take pictures of devices. Just keep it under your hat and don't say anything to get out of, you know, if you can take pictures, tell them you want to document the, 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 uh, you know, the doctor, you know, and then compare his picture, see if you can go online before you go in there, you know, check your reference, state references, see if he's got lawsuits against him. That I guess it's all available. If they switch up at the last minute, you know, try to have a, a laptop or something that you can go into the state database, you know, and then, you know, because this is how it's done. They're mafia. You know, there's medical mafia that run assassins, you know, that pretend they're doctors. And that that's how they, that's what they've done to me. Then uh, they you have. You know, I mean, a lot of discourse that we have, I, I do disagree that, you know, the medical community is, is torturing people when they go in. No, yeah, they, do. you don't feel ionizing. You'll never be tortured. You'll never feel it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You won't feel it. Why would they do anything that. Leave a chip in unless you were part of an experiment. Why would they leave any evidence? Well, Why? I think Why would they a... even admit to these anything that's going on? They're the beneficiaries. They're the ultimate think... beneficiary. I think maybe doctors may chip people not knowing that they're going to be hurt. Maybe they chip them because they think they're just tracking people. They well, they're chipped because they've been perped in medical school. And they bring that conditioning in so they open their offices to perp operations in their buildings. 
We just have a lot of disagreements, but we do agree on a lot of things that, you know, we do have to defend and we do have to, you know, get these measurements. You know, you're right. You get a measurement with a meter and a meter can't lie about this stuff. So, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, you can get a meter can lie from multiple sources, but if you have, you know, just the, you know, it's, uh, yeah. But also, if you get something on a meter and you have a small pocket camera to make sure the movie part of it's turned on and you have fresh battery and chip in, or a card, so that you can, because uh, they'll pick up on ionizing, you know, the camera. It, it, it'll start popping. And I talk, because I talk to the people in Sacramento that license all the, the doctors with, with ionizing devices. By the way, if you ask the doctors if they have ionizing devices, they, there's an exam table that's an ion bed that they, they can say they don't have an ionizing device because it's like a, a tanning bed. I know tanning beds are getting r- r- ruled out now, but but uh, they focus the beam so you get Parkinson and MS. You know, it's, hey, I'm Dave. telling you, they figured this whole thing out long, long ago. <laughs> This hey, is I a just very got, old I, system. John, hey guys, I just want to give you guys a heads up. I have less than um, I have about forty-five minutes left on the call, and there's still quite yeah. a few callers. Right. So, Don, would you mind? Um, can I? Do you have anything else you want to say? I just want to get to everybody tonight. No, I hate hanging no, I up don't. and there's questions no, no, no. still and things like that. And I have to leave uh, promptly at nine o'clock my time because I have an important call coming in, one that benefits the community. So, um, if uh, yeah, I just wanted to see if we can go on to the next question or, or comments. Is it Snowden? You got Snowden on the phone? No, no. I'm working him. I'm sending him tweets every day. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> That's one person I can't get to. <laughs> so I'm working on it. <laughs> All right. Is that okay, Don? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Okay, yeah, thank you, Don. Thanks for your input. All right. <laughs> That's the miracle I'm waiting for, Kyle. <laughs> I do send him links. To, I even gave him, he loves Bill Benny, so I sent him a link to that podcast. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Hold on. Then we're going to James. James Lico. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hey, James. Yeah, hi, awesome. Kyle. That was an awesome uh, thing y'all did last night. That uh, tutorial was great. Uh huh. Yeah, I had that guy. I don't know. I think he was a perp, but uh, I don't know what other people thought. What the guy helping you with it? No, he or... was he was um, harassing me. I think. Oh, was, I, I kind of questions that were stupid. You know, it no. wasn't going anywhere. Like because I'm telling people that there's chemicals, and he's telling people. There's no chemicals, and they do things to make things look like other things. They yeah, do make so like chemicals. I mean, they do. But they do put have um, different opinions, and it doesn't mean they're a perp. Just I notice people we like to do that. Put, say everyone's a perp. Or I hear people. I don't do this, but I know sometimes some people disagree. But with that said, I wasn't there, so I don't know. He could. Well, been. he he was he was left on there. I don't know why he was there. It was like as if you. Uh, Say so you left left Don there, and Don was asking Kyle questions, like as though what he was like what Kyle was saying was not true, and he kept questioning and questioning and questioning, and isn't um, it this and isn't it that and and 
you know, and it's all against what I'm doing and taking up all the time with these questions. It's taking up half the time with the questions. I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was very annoying. Finally, I had to tell him I was going and I was leaving. And But before I did, I and then I gave like a... Um, just I repeated again what I said because I don't think... Somebody's phone has a beeping noise or is that just... Yeah, it's somebody Amazing. calling. Gonna, I didn't want to answer. Um, so, yeah, that's what that was about. I was getting really outdone with it. Well, he was there at the beginning. Well, I, I was half the time, and it was, you know, you, you taught people how to use that meter. And, you know, for, for like me and you, it may seem really simple, you know, to get that program for our phone. But, you know, a lot of people out there really, they need to see it. You know, they need to see it uploaded on, on the phone, and they need to see how, how you know, what kind of readings you get. They need to see things to learn. So I thought that was just, I thought it went great. I mean, other than that, I didn't, I guess I fell asleep before that part. I was kind of on the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but I thought that that's really valuable, because I think a lot of people need to see things to learn it. So, Kyle, what do you think about the, uh, chemicals that I was talking about. Well, were you talking about toxins, like toxins in your environment that? Um... No, it's it's chemicals that they they get the perps to to put around us and and the and the well, not the well I say the perps I mean the handlers that torture us and uh-huh. and then you see they 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 really want to send in lower amounts of power. And they're able to do that with these chemicals. And I, I just wanted to mention something that I um, had an idea with a, a long time ago and and have since forgotten about. But it's uh, continuous tagging, tracking, and locating. That's what they used to call this technology back when they were using it in Iraq and Iran and um, in Afghanistan. CTTL. Continuous tagging, tracking, and locating. So they would, it was like, you know, it's an army way of describing something because it's a never-ending thing. It always goes on. They continuously tag, track, and locate things. Yeah, like they and, do to us. I mean, that's what they're... Yeah, you know, they're, they're things. We're, we're able to, but we're mobile. So they have to continuously tag, track, and locate us. And I mean, I, I think you're right about, because I have toxins in my environment, and I've heard one theory that some of the toxins they put in our environment, they have an electron that spins at the same rate as this electromagnetic frequency. So it matches it, kind of like a key in a, in a lock. Um, and that's why they're trying chemicals and toxins on us. From some well, they don't try them. They, they use them. You can tell. Do you ever notice when you go in the bathroom and look at your eyes that they're your eyes are awfully small, pinpoint pupils? Like if you look up, um, you're constricted, right? They're, they're very yeah. Whatever that means, constricted means if it means very small, that's what it means. What it is? Right, right. Oh, meiosis. M i o s i s is meiosis. is the medical name for it. If you have like pinpoint pupils. Like way down, if you and you if you 
if it gets dark, if somebody was looking at your eyes, they would not notice that your eyes got any bigger having turned off the light. And, yeah. uh, you know, if a doctor was had a flashlight and he was putting it in front of your eyes, they wouldn't get any smaller and they wouldn't get any larger. Do you think Maybe some of that could be the entrainment, though, that we go through? Because, you know, we're entrained with uh, the high... You know, it's, a symptom, it's a symptom of the chemical... It's like a drug. They put this chemical in our environment, and they get it. They'll they'll put it. I remember when I first got this targeted. They would give me little doses of this chemical, and I could hear these things hitting my head because that was. It seemed like that was the only place they were hitting. But I don't think that was the only place. It's just the only place I could hear. And I could hear these little tick, 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 tick. Uh, it was pretty much. It wasn't any, you know, it wasn't on its own. It wasn't, it was somebody doing that to me. And somebody, like, giving me these little doses of this chemical, continuously tagging, 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 all over, all day. And these things are flying at a pretty high rate of speed when they're tagging you with them. They uh, would put holes in a piece of aluminum foil so that if you hold the aluminum foil up, the light, it would look like all of these, something like, I don't know, something is flying at a pretty rapid rate of speed, goes through the aluminum foil into your skin, and, and then it's gone. Where is it? So I uh, I just, you know, I just realized that something is putting this stuff there, and it's done for a reason, and every time they would do it, I would feel like it would be like a little... High, like 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 you get high, you know, on some stupid thing that they're giving you, and it's making yeah. my my eyes pinpoint, and it's giving me diarrhea. I had diarrhea for a long, long time because they were giving me so much of it, and it's to light you up, it's to light you up, and and also it acts as a, uh, um, it makes your skin more conductive to electricity, so that it so that they don't need as much of the uh, of the uh, frequencies, they don't need as high. The they don't need the power level turned up. They keep a low power level because they don't want to. They don't want to uh, bother anybody else. They just want you to do it, and they just and they don't really want to kill you. So they use you know they use that. It's Can you use a flashlight to find it? Like if you use the black light, will it uh, light this stuff up? So we can light yeah, it off. Yes. Well, let's call it a UV light, ultraviolet light, like a UV flashlight that costs about ten bucks. Uh-huh. You can buy one of those, and you can see this stuff wherever it is, and you can wipe it off. You know, you, you when you get this high pitched sound, I I noticed this early on. I got that high pitched sound, but I I realized it had something to do with the tick 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 that I hear. Yeah. So. When I wake up, oftentimes I'd hear that. It would be no high-pitched sound for a while, and, and I would hear tick, tick, like around my ear, and then all of a sudden I would hear the, you know, the ramping up of that high-pitched sound, and then it stayed there. So I I I, I got, the thing I got was that it was the, the tick, tick, tick noise, and it was a chemical that they're shooting me with. They're hitting me with it to tag me. Tagging, tracking, 
and locating continuously. So if you think about that, and I've got an article in my my website about that. You can read about what they did in Iraq, and um, maybe you can get some ideas from that. Okay, yeah, I mean, I know, see, I call it toxins, um, but I know that they put put things like in my food or in my area where things I'm going to touch, and I know right. that it, yeah, yeah. They can, I, they, they can yeah, I, tag, I can hit you, but they can also put it in your food. Yeah. I got this hemp seed oil, and it was working great. I would actually put it in my ears, um, and it would buffer out a lot of the, the stuff. I left, like, for two days, and I came back. I put it in my ears, and I was getting, like, a whole bunch of tinnitus, um, the tinnitus sound. It was beefed up, and I think they came in and actually put some of it in some of my hemp seed oil. So we well, got that wouldn't... Being, they would do something like that. Yes, they would. They're very tricky with me. They're very deceitful, and they try and put it in things that I'll definitely use because, you know, if they come in my apartment, they don't want to waste that time putting it on something that I might might or might not eat. They put it on stuff that I'm using for a while, or, you know, people say they put it on their doorknobs. Um, you know, one lady at a nursing home, that her whole bed was just covered, um, like she used a black light. Her whole bed lit up, and her wall lit up with this, uh, you know, I call it toxin, but I guess, you know, chemical is, is another way to say it. But I think mm-hmm. that they do. I, I'm just not sure. You know, a lot of people think that it has nanoparticulates in it. Um, a lot of people think, think it's a certain toxin that has the same kind of, um, it, it, it fits with this electromagnetic frequency. The, the, the chemical. Oh, I'll, tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's something that they use. It's the same thing for all of us. And it sh- it glows fluorescent yellow under a black light. A lot, Some different things, not a lot of things, some different things glow fluorescent yellow under a black light. But this is a very bright fluorescent yellow. And if you're looking for it, and, you know, it, you might find it in the bathroom because your urine glows fluorescent yellow under a black light. But do you pee on the walls? No, because it's all over the walls in my bathroom. and It couldn't be urine because how could urine get up there? Right. No, they they, they want to get this stuff all over you as soon as you get out of the shower. So they'll put it in your bathroom and they'll put it in your kitchen. Uh-huh. Is there anything, do you know if there's anything you can take um, you know, I do Epsom salt baths, and I think that that kind of uh, cleanses yeah, my Yeah, that's, that's a great niacin, idea. Niacin, too. But do you, do you know anything better that could cleanse our systems of that a little bit better? No, um, I, I think vitamin C is a good thing, like in large doses, like um, grams, like 10 grams a day. But you have to make it into... Uh, Liposomal vitamin C, like, uh, well, you should listen to some of the, like, there's a couple of doctors who talk about it. It's really, um, it, it's a, it's a universal thing that really helps a lot of different things. Vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll get, I'll send you that doctor's name. You can listen to it. It's very interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, I know they, they put stuff in my surroundings um, that help the, the electromagnetic frequency. And I think running is also very good to, to expel a lot of those toxins. Oh, um, yeah. When I go running, they'll hit me really, really extremely hard because they, they don't yeah, want you to exercise. They don't. Uh-huh. I, I used to walk around the block. They would injure my tendon in my foot, so, I, so I'd have to start limping. Mm-hmm. I think if we can yeah. sweat a lot of those things out, we'll, we we end up sweating them out as we work yeah, out. What I think would be good is a uh, what are those rooms that they get get really hot so you sweat? The saunas, yeah, sauna. That would be a good idea, I think. That's what they did, you know, in Scientology. They'd make people take a bunch of niacin and then go into the sauna, and they would have like all the toxins in their body they'd actually see, like, little gray lumps on their skin because it was uh-huh. expelling all these, all these poisons out of their system. Oh, I see. So, yeah. Hmm. So, so, so niacin and, uh, and, you know, running and uh, a sauna would be a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's... Okay, well, that's – I just wanted to give you those um, those ideas. And I've, I've got the I, – I wrote an article on – well, I – it's stuff that I compiled about CTTL that I got from the Army in different places. And you can read about that because it's what they wrote about doing this. And it sounds like what's happening to us. And, in fact, it is what's happening to us. Does it explain the chemical composition of it? Does it, does it, does it explain what's in it? It talks about chemicals that they tagged with. And um, it's... No, it's definitely something to light them up, something to increase the conductivity of their skin so that uh-huh. it conducts better and they don't have to use as much power that they normally would. And you can wipe this stuff off the walls with a rag. You know, if you if you found it with a black light, then you wipe it off and it's gone, and they can't do that to you as much. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it'll so, deter them. Like if you find it with a black light, you wipe it off, they won't be so ready to use that um, as one of their methods because they know you're just going to wipe it off. So I think that would well, be really... Well, they, they try to get it back, but um, it's it's hard because they have to break into your house and have um, pretty much access for a little little while while some nitwit goes around and wipes the stuff all over the place. Yeah, see, my maintenance man at my condo is involved. He wears he wears camouflage all the time and acts weird. And he like they really don't let me know that they're coming in my house. Like they don't gaslight me, um, but they do sorts of stuff like that. They they put stuff in my food and um, you know put toxins in my area. So my maintenance guy is actually involved in my stalking. Hey yeah, Kyle, Kyle and yeah. James, I want your opinion on something. Sorry to kind of interrupt, but um, the other day, you know, you know, we have such lovely night's sleep. Please uh, sense the sarcasm. But I remember one morning I was kind of waking up, and um, I was thinking about how things are in the air and how things are getting in us. And I, I woke up, and I just said, air filters. Do you think they could possibly be putting stuff in air filters that's getting into everyone's system? Yes, I definitely do. Because in my car... In like a- Clear bell. It just. I woke up and it just said air filters, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh my god. I guess that could be one way to get it into our system. So, but you know, whether 
whether we can take one of the air filters and take it and get tested to see if there's some kind of nefarious element in it. I don't know. You know, I, people don't know what they're looking for, this nanotechnology. So, you know, it's, it's, you can, you, I don't even think you can see it with your eye, with the, with the, with the naked eye. So I don't know. I it was just thought. There's no proof. It was just a, some strange instinct that came to me in one morning the other day. Yeah, yeah. Because we just, yeah, they just get to get you to breathe stuff. I, I know. That's something I was going to kind of research and see if I could find someone to kind of look into them. You know, just like with crowns, there's theories that you know the crowns that you order the crowns from the supplier and there's chips in the crowns already before they're sent out. That's a theory that goes around, and I, I kind of buy into it a little bit. But, you know, well, you shouldn't just, be using crowns anyway. Uh, I know, um, yeah. So, Doctor, I'll, I'll let you, I'll send you a uh, a link to this video. I forget the doctor's name, Libby or something like that. But he says that crowns are very bad because they are, they get infected un, under there because there's no right. blood flow. Yeah, but every, you know, I remember when I first started getting targeted, all of a sudden I had a tooth issue and I had to get a crown. It was the strangest thing. It was like within the oh, year. Yeah, when I, uh, yeah, I had to. At my dentist, um, I'm pretty sure that, that I do have something in one of my, like, my crowns. That I've, I've had tons of dental work, and it was a lady who now she works for the government, actually. She works, like, in a... Um, like low, she she helps low income people to get crowns and uh, fillings and stuff like that. And I was I I got like almost ten thousand dollars worth of work done on my teeth. And her uh, like her assistant like on one of the last days, um, she said something weird to me, and it could it could just be you know coincidence. But she was like she like looked at me and she goes, Yeah, our Kyle is wired a little bit differently. And she said it real weird and real slow. And, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking about it then, but I look back and, um, you know, my targeting actually did get worse after I went to the dentist and got all this work done. You know, so this, this, I, is a, this is a thing you should look into is how many people had to get crowns after they got targeted, soon after they got targeted? Because I did, and you said you did. And it's a high number. And I had really strong, good teeth, guys. I never had a crown in my life. I had just a little cavity from when I was a kid, and then all of a sudden I have this root canal issue. It was like, it happened yes, like I, overnight. So, yeah, I was really freaked out with that, and I think I got tagged at the dentist. Yeah, I think they can create t dental problems. I mean, I actually believe it 100%. Other people may not. Oh, they, sure they can. Yeah, but some people don't buy into it, you know, but that's just my opinion. Oh, I believe I, I 100% they can cause dental issues. Mm-hmm, yeah. Anyway, so Kyle, anybody, um, it's Done. about 8.30. Do you mind calling in? Do you want to take over the call? Because we still have a, a good number of listeners and um, a lot of people with raised hands. Is that something you'd be interested in doing, is taking it on for another hour or something? My uh, my internet, i got to pay. Uh, i got to pay for my internet. Wait, no. No, i got to back on. No. No, i got to I got to call my internet company and oh, actually can't pay. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, I... Tomorrow, I should be able to do after calls. Okay. Yeah, you got a lot. So, James, can I go ahead and mute you and get to some of the other people? Yes, sure. Okay, thank you so much for your input. Okay. I can call him. Can I put you on hold for a second, call him and get it back up real quick? Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to put you on hold and call real quick. 
Hi, New York. South New York. Hello. Hi. I just have one question. <clears throat> okay, he's going to call back. I just wanted to go ahead and unmute you. Okay. And I have to find him on the board, I realize. He's still unmuted. Let me see if Linda wants to open up a call or she can take over my room. Linda, I'm about to unmute you. Linda? Yeah, I should unmute myself too. I'm not tonight, and I'm I'm got a cold, and I'm just just Aww. dead right now. Otherwise, I'd be glad to, but not tonight. Okay, but thank you. Thanks for maybe Blue Raven. Maybe she wants to open a late call. Linda doesn't sound well. I wish you well. Hope you get a speedy. I hope you have a speedy recovery. I wonder if Karen might do it. Let's see if I can reach her. I'm still waiting for Kyle to call back. Hmm. Well, until he does, I'm going to go ahead and mute, unmute a few people. Can we get a conversation going? Southern California, you're on the call. Hello? Yes. You know, this is a reader from New York. I just want, you know, I just wanted the inf- uh, the phone number of the man who makes the CD. Oh, Dave. Sure, let me yeah. give that to you. Hold on. Yeah. And then you have to get a specific um, headset, and um, he'll probably give you instruction about that. Okay. Okay. So Dave Case's number. Okay. The number I have for him is 573-300-1579. Okay. Now, does he have an email? He does. I don't know it off the top of my head. I think I have it, but, you know, I wasn't sure whether or not he responds to the phone or I would have to send an email to request the CD. I think a phone's better in his case. I don't even know if he has Internet. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Low Wi-Fi. Is that that the only question you had? I can mute you again? Yes. Yes. Thanks, Rita. Virginia? Arizona. Arizona. Hi, Ella. Hi, this is Yaya. I just want to tell everyone that a good deep 
You wanted to. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I said a good detox to use um, from doc because do, I'm a patient of Dr. Sandiger. And oh, you she, are. Oh, mm-hmm, I am. She has me soaking in borax soap and apple cider vinegar, and it's working. You'll be surprised. Wow, that's really good to know. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to pass it on. That's all I had to say. And you know what? You do a great job, and Kyle does a great job. Well, so thank you. Okay, Kyle's a awesome. sweet man. He really is. Yes, he is. He certainly well, is. Thank you for sharing that. Thank I'm going to do that tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Hi, West Washington State. You're on the call. Can you hear me? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's a little muffled, but I can hear you a little better now. Hi, Al. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing okay. Surviving. Now you can hear me. I'm sorry, I got you plugged in. Let me shut this thing off. Yeah, they were. Um, there's something I'm trying. I'm I'm dealing with another another engineer that I'm trying, and it's something similar to what Dave is using in conjunction with the disc. So I'll have that for you in about a week. I I didn't buy them. I I'm going to purchase this stuff, and you put it near you. And it makes a similar noise, so it'll mess with what they're shooting at you. And that, that's for, like, land-based crap, because we know we're getting them both. He's saying, hey, you know, the, the, initial, the initial connection is, is uh, you know, something serious. But what I was just explained to you by another engineer, not Dave, makes a lot of sense. But I can't repeat it because I can't spell technology. So I'll, <laughs> I'll write it down or something. But what we're doing is, is we're messing around with something very similar to what he's got, and it's working as far as pain. In other words, when they pinpoint a, a device at you that's somewhere there, in this particular case, they're near that person, okay, and they're they're hitting them directly. And when they take the device and put it on that area, it, the pain stops. So you can break it up, okay. And it's, it's okay. a similar type of it's a similar type of a noise semantic. Just give me about a week. I I am like, and after that, I'm gonna be I'm buried. I just signed a big thing, so I'm slammed for six weeks. And uh, I'm gonna just purchase all of it and put it around me. And um, this is gonna probably help tremendously. But you know how it is. You know, as soon as you, as soon as, and I'm in I'm in Tech USA. They probably train these idiots here in Boeing and all this other crap. So. Um, you know, then they have a lot more money, our money, by the way, and uh, they can, you know, adjust it around you. But, you know, they are, they're, you know, because out of the last few years, I've always talked to people that have been been um, afflicted with this for a decade or something like that or more, and they say it's, it's a lot stronger at home, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, with, me, with me, it doesn't matter because I'll be working all over the place in different homes and they have smart meters and you know, they just come near you. You know, they go, they go mobile, and they want to try out their stuff, or it justifies them testing their equipment. And you know, that's those are federal agencies that have all this crap or affiliation right. with it. Um, so, you know, but it'll be something good. But you, you also said, you know, so I will get you that information. Just give me about a week, and please remind me, and um, I will get it. But that—that's what I heard. They put it around them. And it, when they moved it through that that area, the pain stopped. So they, you know, will be able to do something with that, um, and it and it works. But like I said, in my area, I know that they'll, you know, I can't I can't take that to work with me, so I'm screwed. 
you know. Right. Uh, yeah, they just cooked me all day, you know, and, and anyway, they, they, they had the CD did help, but, you know, moderately, you know, because I get the heavy-duty stuff enough to where you guys were saying, hey, you get hit, you have to have a cap put on. Well, when you get a cap put on, when you get a root canal done, it kills the tooth and it's poisoning your body, okay? Right. If you ever get a root canal, it's poisoning you. It's a dead tooth, and it's just going to poison your body. Your body, your, it takes your immune system to, to go to it and fight the tooth. You know the the toxicity of what's left over of the continuous thing. Because I, I'm seeing the after, but it's they hit one tooth at a time with me, and I've lost uh, like four or five. And much and mine are, well, have, I know they did something where it seems like I have cavities, but I don't. But the, they well, no, it's it, they, it's like it's like you're sitting and it's like you're sitting in a dentist chair and they're drilling on you without anesthetic. I mean, it's that for me. It's it would for a man for me to drop to my knees or feel like I want to. It's bad, okay. Right. And they did that to me for six months off and on until the teeth were. They, I mean, it was just, they had to be extracted, and three in a row, three in one single row were gone. And they said, "Dude, we just gotta gotta go." Mm-hmm. And it's bad. And then they just keep hitting her. They'll hit the whole bottom front. I'll put it to you this way. They hit me so bad in the downstairs area that it killed two of my front teeth because of the, the energy meridians in your body. The first thing my dentist said is he looked at it, this new one I saw. He looked at it and he said, he says, yeah, are you having any problems in your general area or anything like that? And I said, no, I'm having something else I'd rather get into. And he says, well, that's what killed those two teeth right there. And he showed all the damage in the jawbone area and everything. It's serious. So, um, yeah, you'll, you know, this this will, and it's only been a few years for me. Yeah. You know, I, I get hit pretty heavy. I get hit, I get hit, I get hit really heavy. And then your teeth, I mean, some people don't believe it, but, I mean, I've woken up and teeth have been moved. I mean, literally, like. Over. Oh yeah, there's. Oh yeah, this is serious. I mean, you know, it's it, you know the near proximity thing. I I'm just illiterate when it comes to devices and this and that. And I and I heard somebody saying, hey, how they don't know how to triangulate this and that. Um, Peter knows how to triangulate. I already talked to him about. it. He says, if you get the right, I, I've just got to call him back. I just want to make sure to get the right meter. I just want I want the right meter to give me the direction of where it's coming from. And then you give him the the coordinate, and he'll give you the he, he's good at trig, and he'll um he'll give you the near proximity. They're bouncing around on something. I'm looking for mobile something near me. Yes, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, my really, main organizer is sitting like three uh minute a three minute drive away. He has his remote station hooked up, so I can like detect the the direction of the beams he's sending at me. But I need something to to give me evidence that it's coming from his house. You know, right? So well, that's that, 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 that you need. You need to block. You need to use the vinegar. You know, if you can, with like a a, a, a water pick. You know, put vinegar with the water pick with a little bit of salt, or the salt will clog it up. The water pick, but but put the uh, vinegar and salt and, and brush it into the gums with the softest brush you can. That. That'll kill that aria stuff, and it'll go. The pain will go away in 15 minutes, and you know. Oh, really? So you shoot vinegar into your gum? Yeah, work it into the gum if if you can. Put it into a water pick, mm-hmm. or buy. They have special liquids that you can put in your water pick through. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'll buy one, dude. I don't care. I'm losing teeth left and right. Yeah, I hear yeah, you. I've already lost like three to five. It, but you get pockets. It'll create pockets. 
that's the first thing they did to me. That excruciating pain feels like it. You know, somebody's hitting you. And I didn't know. And I went and got caps too. And and not only that, but they sabotaged the 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 thing they clean the 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 dead root. Well, it wasn't all the way dead. They they sabotaged the files, so the files broke off. Somebody actually came, CIA or somebody, and and cut the files so they'd break off. So yeah, this, well, you go, this go whole ahead, dentistry sir. thing is just—it's just an unlimited field for perps. You know, it's just. But you got to go to a whole. You got to go to a holistic dentist, and I know. Yeah, I, but they're uh, t- twice as much. But the vin- you will see that. So the what? Huggins will say. Hey, vinegar. I can take it for you if you want me to. Uh... Use vinegar two times a week, and and salt, salt, Back and, in, yeah. and peroxide. Right, uh, okay. Minutes. All right, I'll try it, dude. Because but always um, use salt. Always use a little. I don't salt. have very many left, you know, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared to get those two. I'm scared to get those two front taken off. And I, I made a mistake. I had one of them shattered, broken half in the backside, and I went to the university here, and they put they did a root canal, so that's got to go. But um. Yeah, it's um, it's, uh, it's an impossible. It's impossible that what they're doing is. Well, we need to, you know, I, I'm going to, I really want, I told Ella before, I really want to try to concentrate. I have, I really want to try to concentrate on trying to get a technical guy, hire him just for, you know, but I have to question him in a roundabout way as far as trying to um, get a piece of equipment that, you know, what we could use that's, that's going to pick this up somewhere close to our home. Well, you know they're easy to find with the tri-field. I've found them. They're they're changing the frequency, and a lot of times they'll rent houses on both sides to confuse your meter, and they'll they'll both the weapons will go off at the same time. But you can, if you're familiar with the tri-field, you can still locate them, but it won't do you any good because the sheriff they're all in on it. That you know you won't get any help. They'll just fifty-one. 50. Dude, I'm not. Hey, look, I don't need any help. Well, I got easy to find I'll take care of that. Tri-field. I'll take care of that part. You, just protect yourself in the neighborhood. It's usually on the, your door. It's usually on the pathway in your property or the mailbox or the, when you take the garbage can out. That that's that's they're gonna find common pathways and then then it's parking lot. But when they're using dual vehicles, which they as as this thing picks up momentum, they're gonna have more. And they're buying hardware stores, tool rental places. So it's becoming easier and easier to clip these things on and have dual or triple weaponry in in a parking lot. It, it's getting harder to locate them, but you can still know when you're under attack with the tri field. Okay, uh, get the tri get the tri field then. Okay. Because it has the biggest front plate and and it'll give you the best direction that it's coming from. It has a huge plate. It's a two by three meter with the plates almost the same size and you know. The other meters are expensive. I would get it like acoustic meter or something too. But um, the tri field on the electric setting is is the best. And what they're doing now, they used to have it a regular amount going in. Let's say you could locate it real easy, be like a fish on a line. But now they're going about every five seconds. It almost goes down to zero. Go past. Goes real high and then it comes back down. Not like a static, but but you know, about a fifth as fast as a static jolt. You know, a static jolt will knock the meter knock the needle way up real fast and come back down. So what are you saying when you're when you're using the tri field, what is it gonna do again? It'll be about a five 
second cycle, a three to five second cycle where it goes way up and then it doesn't quite go off. It stays about one or two, you know, down at the lower end and then it just starts. Then it goes up real fast up to the peg. It holds at the peg about a second or two and then it works its way down slowly. It's not a static jump. It's a. In other words, it'll tell you the direction it's coming from. Well, they're making it so you can't tell the direction. That's what they're doing because it takes five or six seconds to get a direction even on a steady uh, weapon that goes off steadily. It, it's always a pop. Remember, these are hertz. They're, they're low hertz. They're 30 hertz or 90 or something. So you can no, watch I know. I got, a, I got an RF Explorer, and it jumps all over the place, dude. I mean, but it's like hey, you know, 7 24. I've got a way to do this. I've got a way to get a direction. If you uh, if you use the Android meter that I was talking about, uh, I often get this in grocery stores or some store that I'm in. They'll ship me with a weapon from the parking lot, and I'll I can be walking there at a pretty stiff clip, and I'm walking right to them because I'm seeing it. I'm seeing where they're located. Sometimes I have to go out to the door and then get them on the way back, but I can walk right to their truck. Well, it takes them a while because they don't know where you're going to park, and so they're going to try to get as many vehicles into the. No, I'm, I'm talking about being going. on foot in the store. I'm talking about being on foot in the store, and I've oh. driven right up to uh, a cell phone tower before that was t- targeting me. I mean, I, I've done this. This is this is nothing. It's it's immediate. So that's what I wanted to say. Well, the the parking lot weapons will la- if if they park next to you, you're going to burn for maybe a month and a half cyclically at night. Oh, I, I don't know about that, but I I'd be in the store and they would hit me not. in the store and walk right out to it. I mean, I, I could show you. It's well, very I've simple. Well, I caught them. I've caught them burning out of the sidewalk, and especially like Middle East people, the new you know immigrants that come in, the Middle Easterners, they'll park right up next to the the door. Yeah, it'll go right. If they get eight, ten feet away from the door, it'll go right into the store and burn through the window. But, but yeah, they're powerful and and they're weeding out people and trying to get pay. I get, I don't know if they they ask them for money to stop doing it. I I showed the the these middle, you know, these. Uh, I guess one was Muslim. A lot of the the Middle Easterners, some are Christian, some are Muslim. But uh, either way, you know, I, I let them know, you know, what's going on. But they're trying to use those people as spies, remember, too, you know. But a lot of these mafias, you know, they're going to try to get a Middle Eastern mafia. They'll get a Thai. Now they have Taiwanese, Amish mafia, all kinds of mafia that that run in groups and do this stuff for the, I guess, the, I don't know who they're doing it for. But. Well, guys, I have just a few more minutes here, so do we decide? Um, okay. Can I Thanks can I help okay. these people with the teeth a little bit? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I know Al is in desperate shape. I got one knocked out. I was standing talking to a friend in the kitchen, and one was knocked out and fell on the floor. I mean, right, just like that. And then another one was cut at the gum line. So then I began to figure this thing out a little bit. Went to the dentist, got that, you know, straightened out. And now I don't have any problems because I made a, a rectangular kind of um, shield just with tinfoil. Um, that I put into a washcloth, and it's about four or five layers of heavy-duty tinfoil that fits across from below my nose to my chin and across my cheeks. And when I feel that they are getting anywhere near me, I just put that up, and it they, they it doesn't come through. It stops it. <clears throat> the other thing is I did have a root canal done on vacation by a strange dentist, 
and he gave me a lot of pain, and uh, he he did a bad job, and he broke into a he, what he stupid. I'm not going to waste your time, but anyway, he put something in there because when I touch that spot, it's on a nerve. I can it hurts like heck, and there's supposed to be no nerve there. So why is that hurting? There's something in there that was implanted in there. Okay, I'm going to keep moving quickly because I have a couple things. For James with the gases, um, sarin gas is an odorless gas. I think there are cousins to it. That was the big thing used in Japan. That causes your eyes to make pinpoints. If you look on the effects through the CDC, you'll see the list. And that odorless gas is often used, uh, those types of gases, because we can't detect them with our nose, but yet I get the effects so I know when it's odorless or when it's not. And as for me, it's not through any type of um, system that's coming in, hitting my skin or anything like that. It's actual vapor. I have a $400 um, air purifying system, commercial, in a very small living room. I've turned that on full blast, and that doesn't even touch the vapor. So don't go out and buy these kinds of things because it does not work. But the vapor coming in is through, um, it's in canisters, it's metal. I've seen them taken out, the empties. I've heard them come in and clanging in the apartment above me. So there's different means of, of putting chemicals into our thing. If I turn on my heat, my chiller and my boiler are in one system, I know that chemicals come out of that. That's another place where they're coming in from, James, just so you know. Another one, Don mentioned um, 10,000 mem- uh, members and this kind of thing on a list. I understand the best estimate was 3.5 million in the America in the United States, and that's probably very much higher. And in Europe, through Magnus Olsen and other people that are working in Europe, they say five to six million targets. So this is, thing is huge, and it's getting more so every day because once they get a target like me, they begin to target your friends and family. So then it's it's it it. it it's exponentially, geometrically increasing as far as numbers. It's not only you, then all of a sudden it's 15 people related to you are involved having problems. So I just wanted to come on with these few pieces of information, and I'm out of here because I know a lot of people want to talk. I hope I help somebody. Thank you. Um, okay, guys. Well, on that note, I was hoping we could get someone else to go on, but I have to go. So let's see if we can get any. Oh, there's Linda. Hold on. Oh, and there's the other woman I was going to ask. Hold on. Hi. Hi. Can you hear Hi. me? I just, Karen? To say, I just wanted to say one thing. I had a root canal about, gosh, I swear, 30 years ago, and I'm not poisoned and I'm fine. That root canal has lasted for a long time. So they're not all bad. They're not all poisonous. They don't poison your body immediately, not all of them. You just make sure you get to a good dentist. Dentists are scary. Just try to find a good one. Or go down to where Brian, too, lives or something. Go to another country. I think you're safer. But um, anyway, I just wanted to say that. That's all. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, Karen? Karen? Okay, guys. Well, I guess I am going to end the call. Thank you guys for coming. Ella. Uh, yes. Uh, I can log in for you, or people can move over to 142394. Uh, you just want to yeah, get was, it easy. Go ahead. I was trying to say that. I was trying to. I was talking through a muted mic. Let's. Uh, Kyle offered to open a call. Thank you, Kyle. Would you say that again? 
Yeah, so everybody can go to my room number is 142-394, and we can keep it going. Ella, can you hear me? Yes. Does anybody have Corey's phone number or way to reach him? I was, uh, somebody was, somebody told me to call him. Uh, which no. Corey is that? The Corey that sometimes has a late night call. Okay, that Corey, I don't have his information. Does anybody on the call? I don't think Corey gives out his phone number. He's very, very careful about that. He wouldn't even give it to me. He calls, when he calls me, he calls me under, um, uh, you know, private caller. No, okay, Joe, Joe had recommended that I call him, that's why, I, I or that I reach him. Joe from New York. Yeah, um, you might want to try his late night call. I think it's under New Year's Day. You could look, look, put that in your in the um, in your keyword and see if that takes you to his late night call and leave him a message there if you can. Okay, I, I don't have internet access. Oh, I um, can't help you. <coughs> It's just difficult. Corey is very hard to reach. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, no, Joe said I should give him a call. Yeah. Somebody's given his PIN number in the chat room. Good. It's 132349. Okay, do we, does anybody know when his call is? I've been on calls when he's taken after-hours calls. But I've never yeah. been on, I didn't know. I think he does after calls. Yeah, he doesn't have a regular call, though. I, I don't think so. What is yeah, your number? Huh? Oh, never mind. I was wondering. I was just going to ask you, Kyle, what your number was, but I just found it. Never mind. Sorry. Well, all right, I'm going to go get the room ready, guys. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Everybody, thank you so much for coming. Come back on Thursday. Hopefully we'll have um, the person I'm expecting. We'll have to find out. I'm still waiting for his uh, okay and then um, regardless, you know, we'll all be together and we'll have a good call regardless, I know. So thank you guys so much for coming. Take care and be well, and I'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.